so scared right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm not kidding. That just freaked me. Sam Raimi asked you, do you want to remake Evil Dead for me? You don't go like, no, thank you. I don't believe in remakes. We know what you need. You need horror with blood flowing down the street. We know you need it. You are all going to die tonight. Where's your art film now, baby? You've heard the podcast before. Now you get to see it. Check out our debut web show, Cinephiles TV, at youtube.com slash ymmpodcast. This week, you get to hear us review Evil Dead in all its gory glory. Check it out, youtube.com slash ymmpodcast. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Scene one, shot one, take one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cinephiles TV. I'm Todsky. I'm Tito. I'm Ashcake. I'm Steve. Welcome to the pilot. And this week we're going to be talking about Evil Dead, something that starts off the summer. Is it really a What was the actual start of the summer? I'm trying to remember. Everyone always says May's the start of the summer, but like this was... No, I feel that there was another movie that came out first. Well, there was Oz, there was G.I. Joe, there was... G.I. Joe would technically be the smart, but it beat G.I. Joe, hey? It did. Yeah, it's opening. But how did you say it beat it if it only started, like, we still got tonight? It's the opening, the opening numbers are already in. Even for Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Sunday's usually a lull, so, Mm. yeah, it's like, I think it opened with 26 million and G.I. Joe made 21. Rock, let's be Is that just uh, Friday to Saturday, or Friday to Sunday? Well, G.I. Joe opened earlier, it was on a Wednesday. Right, right, but I'm saying it took took this weekend, right? And no one thought it would actually Oh, this weekend it beat it, yeah, yeah. The Rock must be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, I'm going back to wrestling. Why would he piss? Isn't, uh, I think WrestleMania is. Yeah, I'm sure he's busy doing other stuff right now. He's busy making money and having sex. But like good. to for an R-rated movie to take a weekend, like I actually think- that's the big that's the big thing. It's an R-rated movie and it's taken the weekend. So it was packed when we saw it for the uh, mm-hmm. not midnight the pre midnight release. Yeah, yeah, it's um, kind of weird. Hey, they didn't do midnight. They're like 10 p.m. The change yeah, in that people got to work tomorrow. More common, yeah, I think I they're doing so. it all the time it's, now. It's because um, it's midnight in Toronto when it's 10 o'clock here. Right, as soon as it hits midnight somewhere, it's gets released everywhere. Yeah, right, so it's, but because of the internet. but no other movie has done that. I'm trying to think of other movies that would. Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. 10 o'clock? Spider-Man was at 10 o'clock. Was yeah. it really? Fucking Prometheus? 10 o'clock? No, no, that was a midnight. No. Was but the midnight? Dark Knight wasn't. No, that's right. That was the Dark 12 or 1 a.m. No, yeah. it happened at the end of last summer because they started doing it for like every every midnight release okay. is now 10 p.m. I guess we'll, I guess we'll like, keep burning the camera. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll find out as we go along. Like, uh, well, the big summer movies are going to kick in like in the next... Two three weeks starting with Iron Man three so yeah I'm fine with the ten o'clock but I don't know the whole twelve oh one thing always had a little stick to it right twelve oh one you just like goddamn minute it. sooner yeah. yeah exactly the um one thing that I really we're going to talk about uh, well first let's talk about the fact that 
uh, there are three people on, in this table that's seen it and one that hasn't. So good point. Yeah, I was going to go into the budget, but we'll go into that after because that's a huge, <laughs> it's a huge point for me. Yeah. Okay. Fair well, enough. No, it's okay. Well, take us away. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is, so we three went to go see it, and Ash uh, decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. Because she Thank thought you very it would be too for, scary. Uh, watching my responsibility by the way that's cool he's cute so oh, we're going to explain it to her in detail <laughs> scene for scene we're going to reenact what, what did you want to talk about what do you want to talk about the budget though before we got into that who's no, no it'll, it'll come up in my comments just because i think that's fucking incredible that was only shot for 15 million dollars who's gonna cut their tongue in half and like blood puke into someone else's mouth well they gotta make it so i'll give steve <laughs> that rules so. okay well let's uh okay uh lee okay uh, for those of you that aren't aware uh evil dead is a remake of a 1980s movie called the evil dead um which was uh sam raimi's uh technically his first foray into into film and uh for those of you that don't know who sam raimi is he is um the director of the spider-man movies he's most notably known for uh the original spider-man trilogy which is now being rebooted as well mm-hmm. uh so anyway uh the remake is kind of uh oh, oz also in theaters right yes, now. yes oz in theaters right now check it out <laughs> well, speaking of that one went pretty big with a with uh with the earnings too that's almost breaking 200 for a march release really so, yeah and it, and it like wow. uh, it's it, at like 160 critically so. critically they they said that it bombed too like it wasn't a good movie it's kind of panned yeah yeah so okay so e- evil dead is uh I, I, the story is now classic because every other movie does it but it's uh i mean it was at a time where a lot of movies were about people going to the cabin in the woods alone. And at the time, they were doing a, a... Back in the 80s, they were doing a lot of slashers having to do with crazy people in the woods. So what Sam Raimi did is he kind of took the idea and decided, uh, let's make monsters in the woods instead of actual uh, uh, serial well, killers and stuff. And the woods itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The woods as the enemy, not something in the woods. The woods themselves. In fact, the line's in there. It was the woods themselves, Ashley, right? So the remake follows the same premise. Five friends go to a cabin in the woods. But there's a little bit of a, uh, of a difference in the plot device in the remake, which is actually yeah. pretty brilliant. Because yeah. I have seen the first one, but I like yeah. I've seen the original. You've seen but the I haven't full three, seen... the full trilogy. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the full trilogy, but not. Yeah. So is it dubbed a trilogy? Like, is it? it I would was say meant- I would say it's called the Evil Dead trilogy. It was never meant to the originals. Um, yeah, yeah, it's considered it was just a trilogy. Piled on each other, like it was never meant. It wasn't never meant to be a one arc by Raimi, right? No, no, they were never planned to be a trilogy, but they ended well, up becoming. It a trilogy. started off as that yeah. short that the you were telling film. us about yes. mm-hmm. uh, Tito um, within the woods. Within the woods, there yeah. we go. And then it became the Evil Dead because that got so much buzz, and then the Evil Dead got so much buzz that they kind of remade it and extended it into Evil Dead. Oh, 2. essentially, Evil Dead Two became um, the studio version of Evil Dead. Because if you watch Evil Dead, we actually recently rewatched it. It is very, very poor quality in how it was shot. <laughs> like it was, it was shot on it was shot on sixteen millimeter uh, film, which was the cheapest way to film movies back then. And what they did is they blew it up to thirty five. And so that's why it kind of looks grainy and oh, out of focusy okay. because it's like taking a small image and pixelating it, right? Like it would be the 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 the, the equivalent of yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. The resolution equivalent of now, right? So um, I, I guess let, let, fast forward to the remake itself, right? So the idea is kind of very much the same, where uh, the five friends go to the woods, like we were saying, but, but it's not a getaway for fun. Precisely in the original, uh, it, it was a getaway for fun. In the remake, what they did was they uh, the main character's sister is a heroin addict. And so the whole reason they're going out to the woods is because they they're trying to kick her of her habit for, like ha- for well yeah, having her quit turkey cold turkey. Rehab. Yeah. So just a breakdown of the main characters. We've got um I forget the brother's name, the main uh, the the main guy's name. Um Hold on, now I got it see right if you here. Got him there. We got uh, wakes up the base. Oh no, wait, that's the the prelude. Okay, we got Mia. She's Mia the, is the sister of the heroin yeah. junkie. Support of her friends Eric and Olivia. 
Okay, Eric is the the guy with the glasses. The glasses he's he's a high there. school science teacher. Olive, okay. Olivia's the nurse. Olivia is the nurse. Yep. Our brother David, which is our main David. David is David is considered brother. the main character. And yeah. his girlfriend Natalie. Yeah, and Natalie, who's just kind of tagging along. David's girlfriend. Well, yeah. it, it, so so right off the bat, we're introduced to these characters that are getting together, but it, it, they've kind of um, shown right away that David hasn't been around. Oh, and okay. and the, the whole premise is the fact that David kind of ran away at some point while they were growing up. And um, I guess it had something to do with their mother. Their mother had their mother was dying. Oh. And, In a yeah. mental institution. Precisely. That doesn't come okay. up until a little bit later. But the, the mother was dying and, she, and he didn't want to be there for when she passed. And he kind of ran away from his problems. And so everyone there is kind of resentful towards him. But Mia appreciates the fact that he's come back, right? Okay. So right off the bat, there's kind of a little bit of a wink and a nod to the Oldsmobile. Yeah. 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 She's sitting on top of it, uh, sketching. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was she sketching? Was that intricate? It's like, house. I, I was, feel this movie was very much Easter egg ridden. It, oh, it was. was. It was. Yeah. yeah. When when they show the cabin for the first time, it's uh, you kind of hear the "Join Us" chant. But actually, we're kind of getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves because the movie has an opening sequence that the yeah. original didn't have. Didn't, or it didn't have any ties to any other incidences with the precisely. Which before. I kind of like it because it kind of reminds me of uh, if anyone's seen uh, "Drag Me to Hell." Mm-hmm. Like, it has to do with, like, gypsies and all that yeah. shit. So, okay, let's, just to draw Ashley the picture. The movie literally opens. It's like, you know, one of those movies that just opens on, like, like a flat shot, right? There's this this shot, and there's a girl, and she's bloody, and she's walking by herself cool. throughout the woods. And it's kind of, like, foggy. And she's kind of panting to herself. She's exhausted. And so what happens is she's she's kind of, Being like, chased. staggering. Just buries the lead, eh? Sorry. <laughs> I thought and you so forgot that part. She's nope. staggering. And then all of a sudden, like uh, just like what we didn't cover, you just see like in the foreground, just someone like passes by really quickly, oh. and she notices that she's being followed. So she quickly finds a big tree and she hides around the corner. So she's hiding. She's like, "Oh God, please don't let them find me! Don't let me! Fi- don't let mm-hmm. them find me!" All of a sudden, there's this shadowy figure, right? Like as the camera pans, shadowy figure, and just with a bag over her head, and she's struggling. And then another guy comes in and he's holding a shotgun, and uh, the guy holding the girl with uh, with the bag says, "Shut the bitch up!" And boom, just hits her with the butt of the shotgun. Knocked unconscious. Then we cut, and it's a basement, and she's tied to a post, and she's just been unmasked, and she's in this dark room, and there's these all these hillbillies around her. Yeah, and, and there's oh. there's cats like dead cats wrapped up in barbed barbed wire. wire yeah, yeah, just yeah, hanging hanging in a circle around them. Clearly, yeah. some voodoo witchcraft and sort you guys of wanted, occult stuff. Wanted me to go watch this. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> totally. So, so well, very much the setting is like holy fuck. Like to me, I'm like, they're well, right off right the bat, you're like, this isn't the movie that you're expecting, no. right? So, cool. so some interesting little things there. Uh, first of all, you see amongst the hillbillies, one of them especially looks uh, somewhat grotesque because he's a burn victim. He's missing his nose and his oh, ears, okay. and his face is somewhat melted because of the fact that he's been burnt, right? And then there's this woman. Uh, she's speaking this kind of hillbilly language, but like it's probably not even English. And she's saying that uh, the only way to fix her is uh, to uh, the, the book brought the evil. It can put it away. And sure enough, we uh, the hillbillies kind of set themselves aside, and a man walks out, and it's her father. And she's like, Daddy? And he's like, she's like, I'm sorry, baby. He was like, we have to do this. We have, we, there, there's something in you, right? And she's like, what? I don't, I don't understand, Daddy. Well, it's the old woman that's hurting me. Yeah, it's the old woman saying to cleanse your soul. Where's mom? He's like, he's like, mom, mom's, mom's dead. You just barely. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking you're forgetting it. King I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have like a count of how many times you buried the lead. <laughs> so, um, 
Quit ruining it. Yeah, and so you know, it's like Mom, Mama's dead. You you killed her, baby. She's like, I don't understand, Daddy. And sure enough, they you know they, they give him a canteen of gasoline or a little bottle of gasoline, and he's opening it and he's just pouring it on her. And she's like, Dad, please don't, please don't, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. Why are you doing this, right? Yeah. And he, and then sure enough, he's he's lighting, he's lighting, and he then he lights it and he looks up at her and then her her eyes. She's like, uh, Dad, uh, what is it, Daddy? If you don't let me go. I'll fucking eat your soul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then sure enough, she's changed. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, you know, <gasps> fuck you, motherfucker. And just yeah. cussing off like yeah. very exorcist style. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then finally, you know, he's, different voice. Yeah. Too, he, it? He's, yeah. he's crying. Yeah. And sure enough, he lights, he lights her on fire and she's screaming and like, like no remorse. Writhing, starts laughing. laughing, right? Like demonically, yeah. he grabs the shotgun and he says, I love you, baby. And then he shoots Bang. her, blows off her face. Types. Blood everywhere. Evil wow. dead. Yeah. Uh, Good way to start it I off, actually. It was. Well, and the whole audience, it was packked as well. The yeah. whole audience was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. So well, like, <laughs> I, like I've always said, like I really enjoy going to these midnight openings because you get the dedicated fan base, right? Yeah. And, you were a little disappointed, though. You were there. I, you're I like, was, people cheer more. No, I, I, <laughs> I should have done it because I, as soon as the Evil Dead logo appeared after that wicked intro scene, right? Like I was, I, I should have done it because I think more people would have followed. But mm-hmm. like I heard people go, woo, yeah, woo. But I should have been like, yeah, woo. Like, you know what I mean? Start well, really? Because I've had instances like this in the Fort McMurray theaters before. Avengers, man. No, I went to go... No, not not for Avengers. When I went to go see... Uh, the Matrix Revolutions at the last scene because like, I was really trying to make this movie happen because this movie really sucked and I'm like no I'm going to enjoy this movie no one's going to stop me from enjoying enjoy it. it yeah exactly so what happened was I'm sitting there and sure enough final confrontation you know it ends tonight or whatever and I'm like kick his ass Neo and I have like five people turn around with like I'm like man fuck I'm trying here man <laughs> yeah no, you I, got better idea I know I, I just like I just remember well Avengers was a good one last year people were in costume we were in IMAX yeah, uh, Batman Batman was good too yeah uh, but I remember like the best one is we went to the midnight opening or the very first opening of uh, Revenge of the Sith me and Ben mm-hmm. and when as lame as the dialogue may have been now that we look back on it but when uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan were getting ready for that fight man it was goosebumps people in the crowd like it, it was fucking energy yeah. was buzzing people were going yes yes yeah like it was fucking yeah. they well, might have been fucking in the back but I, it was I, real. I remember Return of the King too I mean like as soon as you hear that like na na before the titles yeah, even yeah, show yeah. up and people and are like woo woo yeah, yeah they even I love like this little precursor song too yeah. before the yeah yeah well cause they do Lord of the Rings and then they show you which like yeah, episode yeah, you're watching yeah. 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 so I vow right now next time uh, for any uh, midnight premiere I'm going to be hooting and hollering okay 10am premiere 10pm premiere yeah so how okay so Evil Dead hits and sure enough we open on this Epic wide shot of them driving to the cabin, right? And uh, as Upsi- I ex- a nice upside down shot, which I thought was very similar to uh, he didn't direct it, but M Night Shyamalan's Devil. Mm-hmm. They show mm-hmm. you at the very beginning the the uh, St. Louis, I think, or Atlanta skyline. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Was that, was that called Crossing the Axis? Like he went all the way around that one in Evil Dead. Yeah, uh, yeah. In in Devil, it's like they show you everything's wrong because it's upside down at the beginning. Then finally, when everything uh, is yeah. not right again, it's which is interesting because right if you look at it that way for this movie, because it, it starts all wrong and then we're going back to normal, yeah. right? So yeah. so very you know kind of like most movies. So we get into the opening. Sure enough, David arrives at the cabin. He's there. He meets up me and meets with Mia. Uh, obviously, Mia's got the drug problem, so they're getting everything ready. And he's, you know, they walk, they they walk into the cabin, and, and they she meet- notices the smell. 
no one else really notices a smell, but Precisely. she starts complaining about it before she even really starts getting into uh, the, the withdrawals, because that's the whole idea, is that she's yeah. kicking the bucket. Yeah, she yeah. throws her junk down a well, yeah. makes this they, big... And they kind of do a little bit of an explanation where her friend's like, well, you're just really sensitive because you're going through withdrawals, so your your senses are kind of compensating, right? And I just want to chime in here for a second. Like, Alvarez did a really, really good job putting those plot points in there, right? Like, mm. the whole thing, like, right off the bat, like, okay, junkie, she puts her stuff down the well, automatically she's, be she's smelling weird. something, oh, no, okay, she, you're acting you're just uh, yeah, it's, you're it's, the, it's the and shadow of doubt right especially with Olivia going you know what last time we fucked up we let her go that's what I wanted to get at so yeah. so sure Dang enough number three <laughs> <laughs> just burying the lead we need like a ding 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 so what happens is they walk into the house and David immediately notices that the lock's been broken someone's been in the hu- their house before kind of yeah. very very Goldilocks and the three bears yeah. going on yeah, here yeah. but yeah sure enough because of what happened before that, right that's where you go with Goldilocks and the three yeah. bears yeah well, someone's been sleeping in my bed <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. totally yeah okay. so so, so you know, and the, the and the, oh, it's probably teenagers that have been drinking in the woods or whatever in the fucking two hundred kilometers out of the city. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so what happens is they're making the place livable. He's kind of fixing stuff up, and she, of course, is saying that it's it smells. Now, while he's fixing the door, um, Eric, the school teacher, is sitting there, and he's kind of a little bit resentful. He was already already kind of like. Uh, 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 a little bit of standoffish, standoffish towards David at the beginning. Okay, and so I'm guessing he's Mia's he, friend. Well, no, he, he, they're no, all Mia's friends. They're, they're a group of friends. You, you see, what, they, they don't they establish it right together. away, oh, but, okay. but you'll, uh, we're, we're going to get to that. But okay. what, what ends up happening is, so uh, essentially, the nurse um, Olivia, Olivia, she says, "There's something you need to know, David. We've tried this before, and she gave up after eight hours." So we, to leave. We, we want to talk to you about something, and then Eric the, Eric chimes in. It's a says, great line that sets up with the, all the craziness that's going to happen. Is she the way she says it? She's like, when she breaks, and she and will, she will break. Yeah, you need to make a decision. Are you going to take her home, or are you yeah, going to keep and, her? And, here? and then Eric says, yeah. he's like, we want we want to stay. We're here for the long for the long run, right? Yeah. And so da- and then da- uh, David's like, well, come on, we can't keep her against, against her will, right? And then Olivia says. She can't afford to OD again. She'll die. And he's like, she OD'd? And he's, you know, like, it, so. She, oh, it well, and then, and then Eric says, more than OD'd, like, she legally died. She they legally had to resuscitate died, her. Which is a plot point that comes back later in the movie. Yeah, exactly. They had to, uh, not resuscitate her, they had to defibrillate her. Defibrillate her, yeah. It was very word, the very key words used yeah. there. So right off the bat, uh, they, they cut to a night shop there in the cabin and already Mia's kind of going a little bit nutty she's saying it stinks and she can't stand being there she's being rude yeah she's being wrong. rude to all them. Yeah. she can't take it right yeah and um, sure enough uh, you know they're like well you know you just sensed what sure enough, yeah but, so they just think that it's but they terrible. have a dog and the dog's name is grandpa and sure enough the, the dog starts scratching at one of the carpets on the floor and they move the carpet aside, and there's the cellar door. The cellar door. And there's a streak oh, of blood. Always. Smear of blood, like, going to it as well. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, okay. So, they open it up, and sure enough, everyone, st- everyone <laughs> smells was, the smell. I was waiting for the uh, Marty line from Joss Whedon's cabin in the woods there, too. Like, does anybody not want to go down in yeah. the cellar? <laughs> Could we just, can we avoid this situation entirely? <laughs> I don't know how bad this looks. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they go down in the cabin. Do you guys not see Evil Dead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was really only a matter of, like, it's getting close to being meta, where I thought it was only a matter of time before they actually write shit like that. Well, well I think the, the dialogue, um, they, they, they were able to uh, stay true to the original dialogue, which yeah. is very campy, but try to give it a bit more realism. Yeah. That's cool. So um, so they go into, into the, the thing, and sure enough, they find the cats. It stinks. Oh yeah, they bye find bye the, kits. they find the, the load bearing members all charred. Yeah, burned. there's a ch- there's yeah exactly the the wood where yeah. she yeah. So and and sure enough, they find this 
book, but it's it's wrapped in in in, in a bag and it's got barbed wire keeping it sealed. Uh, but sure enough, uh, Eric, the curious one of the group, because yeah. he's the teacher, he picks oh, it up. Oh yeah, they always do that. The dude yeah. with the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that comes back later too. Well, and, and it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting observation on like uh, he's like he's the science teacher and he's the one who he has a lot of knowledge on the occult, but like he's the one who first off off the bat is like incredulous towards it. Like he's like, okay, it's just some hilly, hillbillies doing some occult. Yeah, and that's what. They, it, uh, it, but he brushes it off at first. So they bring it upstairs and they say, "What is this voodoo?" He's like, "No, voodoo's this isn't voodoo. Personal artifacts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is this is some sort of witchcraft shit, right?" So uh, sure enough, he's sitting there with the. Mia book. has that great line right there too. She walks by. You guys shouldn't have, she's yeah. like, you guys shouldn't have touched anything down there. Mm-hmm. Looking straight at the book, it's like, of course you fucking shouldn't have. We yeah. all know what's yeah. coming. Yeah. So yeah. sure enough, Mia. Great foreshadowing. Yeah. yeah, Mia's in her. Mia is in her room, and she's Jones and really bad, right? And um, I forget what happens there. There's a scene where, like, I think they're carving, they're carving the meat or whatever. And Mia and oh yeah, they set up the yeah, like, yeah. electric. Got an electric carver, but um, Mia and David have kind of like a little bit of a confrontation because she talks about their mother. Oh, okay. And says, you know, he's, he's like, you, le- he's, you didn't he even says, come to hell. It's like, you don't need bad thoughts right now. She's like, mom's not a bad thought, right? But uh, she basically makes him kind of feel guilty about the fact that he left, right? Yeah. But he kind of had it coming regardless. Well, it wasn't so much that he left. It's that the fact that she was left uh, as a very young girl to take care of a mother in a, su- in a mental health institution. Yeah, precisely. And he didn't even go down. And he kept well, saying, oh, I'll be down to help. I'll be down to help. She excuse, right? He says some line about, like, I just got the job at the garage yeah, yeah. in Chicago. And I just couldn't make it. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. mom's dying. You can yeah. make it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, and so Mia decides to go outside. It's raining. And David, uh, or not David, but Eric starts... Undoing the book, right? He he opens it up, yeah, and he starts, is. and he's going through it. And there's some really interesting pages in there. It's uh, a lot different from the original, oh, but okay. it's uh, it, what it is is you. There's kind of these weird hieroglyphics, but there's also uh, someone's taken like pen, pen or ballpoint pen and written like all like somewhat half translated oh, and like okay. warning so people not to like- read it. Kind of like the recording from the original. Somewhat, yeah. It's book? it's like a warning okay. in the yeah, and and it looks like You're they've the been, devil's bitch now. Yeah, like, they've scratched out they've scratched out passages stuff. out of the book. But but Eric, sure enough, sees that uh, if he grabs a pen and pe- a pencil, he can etch it right and find what they what was written there. So sure enough, he start After he was reading the warning that. You shouldn't read yeah, the yeah. words. He finds yeah. the words and yeah. So sure enough, he he reads the passage and Mia's outside. And it's really cool how they do it. Like the force is coming at yeah. her. First word. Yeah. The the presence starts floating through the yeah. trees and everything. Second word, it like sees Mia and starts like kind of like coming closer but looking for an angle. Yeah. And then third word, boom. Something hits her. Her face is suddenly changed to the demon face for a split second. She throws up. And she vomits. Yeah, and as she's vomiting, is. she looks up and she sees what looks like her perched on a on a tree trunk. A, a humanoid looking at, form. Looking yeah. at, no, it the looks like her. Dark hair, looking like half back at face. her and she kind of freaks out, right? So she goes inside and she's like, I have to go. I'm, I'm going insane here. And sure enough, um, uh, her brother tells her. Stands They're like, up. you've got to stay here because yeah. you're a heroin yeah, addiction. Yeah, well, he's like, oh. he's like, we decided we're not going to let you go. And she starts really losing it. And she's like, fuck you guys, blah, blah, blah. So she, go, she sure enough, she goes to her room and I think she breaks up the window right yeah yeah they, she she goes to her room well they, she tries to warn them so something's up and they're like no no you stay there you shut up yeah, like, yeah. like you're just tripping out and they're like okay I'll just stay in my room and then she grabs the keys and then yeah so she goes up the window rabbits. and then she start, yeah she starts driving off and as she's driving she sees that figure again that looks just like right her in the middle, in of, the the middle of the road she drives off and hits a bog so she wakes up and she her, the car's sinking she's able to just barely get out 
and she starts feeling that there's something in the woods watching her, right? Yeah. So uh, looking over her shoulder, yeah, yeah, looking very and, scared and she, all of a sudden. And then she hears her her brother because uh, they're all looking for her, right? Yeah. So she turns to look, and then she turns back to the car. That's such a great shot yeah. because there, there's like something that's kind of in the foreground, out of focus, and she's trying to look beyond the bog up the hill that she just came up from to hear. And then and that said, thing in the foreground is like face. Yeah, yeah, it just like, emerges from the swamp, and it's this thing that's it's this thing that's kind of following her through. Yeah, it looks just like her. So sure, sure enough, she's running through the woods, trips on some thorn a uh, thorn bush, and that's where like the infamous uh, forest rape scene happens, where she she starts struggling, and the vines start grabbing her, and she gets pinned to a to a tree. Well, she's thorn bush. Uh, to a thornbush. In in the first one, they're uh, pinned to the ground, like yeah, held yeah. down to the ground. And this one's kind of like lifted up suspended. and suspended in the air. Oh. So and and then she looks, and right in front of her is that it, that thing again, right? And it looks okay, just yeah. like her. It opens its mouth, and this kind of like snake like creature comes out that looks, looks like tree branch. It looks like it looks like vines. Comes out, goes down to the ground, up her leg, and right inside her, and she lets out a, a blood curdling scream. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it cuts to them looking for her, and they find her curled up next to a tree. And they take her back to the and cabin. clean up her wounds yeah. and everything. And so uh, the nurse Olivia re- immediately says, "It's uh, she's she did it to herself. Like the scratches, oh, it looks like they're self inflicted, right?" Well, no. Then she said, "I pulled thorns well, out yeah. of her." Well, she, she says, hit a thorn bush. "She says like she probably did it herself." And then the brother gets defensive immediately, and she goes, "David, everything she does from this point on." We can't trust because she's trying to get home. She's mm. manipulating us. Yeah. Yeah. When really she's in a serious fucking state of duress. Yeah. Like, so sure enough, uh, they, they've, they've brought her back and she um, – I'm trying to remember what happens next. Is it, the, is it the bit with the shotgun or the bit in the shower? It's, shotgun. No. Nope. It would have been the shower. Sh- no, no, no. It's not the shower. It's um, – The dog. What happens yeah, is they right. put her back. They, they, oh, yeah, the yeah. she tries to warn them. She's like, she says, "There's something in the woods." Blah blah blah. You know the, the scene from the trailer, right? Yeah. So, oh no, no, we're getting ahead of ourselves actually because um, he goes to check on her first mm-hmm. before the dog and before what comes out. Right, right. I was saying she, she, she warns her, warns him, and she says like, "There was something in the woods, and I think it's here in this room." With us now, and like he's like, there's no, you're crazy. There's no one, just whatever. Locks just, her in. So he, he locks her in. She looks into the mirror, and sure enough, it's there. It's yeah. looking right back at her. It's in yeah. the room. It's it's her reflection, but it's twisted. Yeah, yeah. And then and then it's um, doing. It's like doing like a creepy like. Yeah, from exactly. Like, yeah, uh, the tongue thing. Yeah. Uh, from Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> like the rear view mirror. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So um. So what happens is David goes out. <laughs> David goes out to the the cabin. I think the, to the tool shed. Right. Yeah. No. No. He's he's looking for the dog. He and notices sure, a blood. Yeah. There's a trail of blood, and he finds a hole uh, next to the tool shed where it seems like the underneath the tool shed there's a hole. Okay. Like a rabbit, uh, 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 like a rabbit hole or something. Like a burrow. Yeah, a burrow. Yeah. yeah. And he's and the dog's hidden itself in the corner there, and it's whimpering. So sure enough, he's like, "Oh, something's wrong with the dog." So he goes into the tool shed, and there's kind of like a trap door there. So he opens it up, and he pulls the dog out, and its its head has been bludgeoned, and it's dying. And he starts crying, and then he stops and thinks. He looks down and sees a ball peen hammer with the blood all over bloody, it. Bloody, oh, and then fresh. It, yeah, and then it occurs to him that that might have been Mia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so sure enough, it Mia, does a cutscene of Mia. Yeah, Mia, and sure enough, Mia is covered in blood, and she's sitting in the shower. She's standing in the shower, and she's just sitting there. Right at the same time, Eric is looking through the book, which is where the perils are coming. Right, so he's looking through the book, and sure enough, there's a page in the book. That shows um, a, a woman with boiling hot hot water or a liquid pouring it on her body with a grin, like a with a grin, yeah, creepy grin Heavy with the yeah, and yeah. that there's oh, that ball. We gotta get. 
So we are at Eric. Uh, yeah, so he's looking at the book. He sees oh, yeah, the, the, the figure of the woman with the boiling water. There's the ballpoint pen note that says uh, pours boiling water like on skin or yeah, on flesh. Yeah, which I actually like have that. a thought about that. I think that uh, those are ways of of dealing with the symptoms because because right. it, 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 it's trying to burn it. It, so. it seems it seems like it's um, one because I think it's a callback to um, uh, Evil Dead Two as well as Army of Darkness. Where uh, remember the boiling water, and he pours it down. Where, his he stomach. pours it down to, to kill them, right? Yeah. yeah. So so he's like, "How do you like the taste of that?" Right? He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." So <laughs> that would have killed him, right? <laughs> Whatever. It's Ash, but um, <laughs> but it just thing, splits him in two. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, what I was going to get at was the fact that it seems like the book has of ways to try to keep it from taking over completely because it seems like it's an internal struggle because Mia is still Mia technically mm-hmm. right it seems like she's kind of like fighting with what's trying whatever to whatever it is yeah. yeah yeah and so sure enough I think what this is this passage is saying is you, what you can do is boiling water can keep it from taking over you uh, taking over you but right. I don't think it'll stop it I think it'll just slow, slow it down, down. Right. Yeah. so sure enough she's there and she's kind of twitching in the shower she turns up the heat on the shower and it's like boiling hot water starts pouring on her body. And sure enough, um, uh, David's coming in and he's furious because of the dog. And he's slamming. He's like, Mia, Mia. Door opens. It's super steamy. Steamy. Yeah. steamy in there. And he walks in and he finds Mia. And like a blister on her face is just pops. And she's it, she's like uh, on the floor of the shower. Like it's, having a seizure. Like yeah, because the boiling water yeah. just landing on her, right? Yeah. So sure enough, they take her out of the shower and they're like, holy shit, right? And and now it's hospital time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we have to take her back because she's uh, she's a danger to herself at this point, right? So sure enough, uh, David's they've t- they, he's taken her in the car and he's taking her, he's driving her out, and the bridge is out. Uh, yeah, because of course, flooding. there's yeah, that funny rain. funny sign that's just like high water, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> you're kidding me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he turns yeah. and he sees Mia, and Mia smiles back, even though she's like drooling from the mouth at this. She's point. A half unconscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They take her back, they put her back in the room, and they're they're having discussion about how one Olivia is out of her depth here. And she keeps her. saying that things will be fine. Both. Well, her Olivia just like, said, okay. Sure enough, okay. Eric is sh- like stuff her full of fucking. Things are getting worse and worse, guys. In yeah. case nobody's noticed. Well, Olivia's like, I'll just stuff her full of these morphine or whatever the hell yeah, she had pain, with pain her. Right? She'll be out cold until the morning. Yeah, this so, is what her plan was anyway. So then, oh, good. So they've knocked out Mia. Not yet. They've nope. Tried. They're, they're, they're going, going to, and then Mia comes. She's coming out of her bedroom. And she's holding the shotgun. She's walking. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. and she's in demon twitching, form, right? Well, no, not no, playing. not demon. No. She's, twitching. she's twitching, and it seems like she's trying to fight it off. It's like it's this is kind of her last stand, and she aims the gun right at her brother. And just at the last minute, she's uh, the, yeah. The, who who hits? I forget. No, I think she pulls away. She pulls she, away at the last minute, missed. and it just grazes him. Yeah. And just as it grazes him, the door flies open, and the, uh, Mia lets out a, long, a, a loud scream. But if you pay attention during the surround sound, you can hear demonic demonic voices like "We'll swallow oh. your soul. None of you will live." Really? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's there. there, and then all of a sudden, it all shuts up. And then the she says, the, shuts. "It shuts." And she says the line, "You're all going to die tonight." The new yeah. she collapses. Oh. Like yeah, I think that's, that's the, the new, new swallow your soul. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she collapses, and sure enough, it's so funny because everyone's freaked out, and David's like, "Grab the fucking gun!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone's looking around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, uh, uh, Olivia goes to grab the gun, and as she grabs the gun, it's like boom, hand. Typical. And she looks at her, moment. and her eyes have changed at this point. All her hands gone. 
Like, no, no, no. no. Uh, 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 Mia's Mia was unconscious, oh, and then Mia okay, grabs her. Grabs her. Okay. Yeah. And so she climbs on top of uh, Olivia and vomits all over her like blood, like <laughs> fucking four liters of blood just down her throat. It was it, <laughs> like <laughs> typical evil dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Way yeah. Too yeah. Much and blood so sure blood. enough, uh, at, at that point, uh, it, what happens is uh, the, 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 the the they're right next to the trap for the for the underground or whatever the yeah, the cellar oh, door. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Eric, Eric, is she. Uh, it, it, Olivia is able to push her off. She falls down, and Eric uh, Eric goes to close it, and he's like, "It's this really kind of disturbing Shaw." Where right before he closes, he looks down at her, and she's just standing there down there in the cellar, looking right at him, and he's like, "Close the demon form, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh god, she's already possessed now." Now, I actually have a little bit of chip, uh, a little bit of a chip on my shoulder about how they did the makeup. I really I like the movie overall, but I feel they could have because it looks too Exorcist, like too much, too much like um, like uh, demonic possession, and not enough like it's a cre- a different creature entirely, I right? I which is a good look. Huh? At the makeup, actually, which is weird. Honestly, it's it, it, it's basically what it is. Just think contact, like it's it's contact lenses contacts and they look a lot paler. And skin tone. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. They very much of like ramping any... up her her the, possession. The, how they're hurt is like what what is the nice touches, right? Because yeah. it's like bodily mutilation, and mutilation. they're still functioning well, very maybe, much like the Exorcist. Maybe, yeah, that's, like, maybe that's what he was trying to. I think. Focus the, I think on the, rather than. Yeah. Than that. Well, I mean, I have a theory about why uh, they didn't seem to go into the progression so far as to. I mean, it's clear in the original Evil Dead uh, in the first two that like these. So they become demons once they are possessed. Not only are they possessed, but they start becoming the deadites themselves. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's not like they're them as a deadite, right? In in this, uh, they're more like puppets. They they are still the person just being controlled by a different yeah. force instead yeah. of actually becoming something new. What I thought was a shining moment of like the the practical effects and makeup on this though was like you said the people that aren't uh, in demon form that are being hurt throughout the movie. Like there's some great moments of um, damage happens to flesh and then not the next shot or the next shot, but like a couple shots down the road. Second, the next scene they're in a different room or anything. The things are swelling. Like faces are getting more yeah, yeah. swollen oh, out, and, cool. and, and people yeah. are holding their arms with it. Which is funny because like, it's 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 uh, very much they fixed what was the problem with the originals because well, the, the yeah, originals are infamous get... for their continuity errors. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, and they really paid attention to the the. Um, uh, systematic, progressive, like violence mm-hmm. and damage, how to the wounds people. would look, yeah. and all that. So that's that's a really impressive part of the movie. And and so so w- w- taking off from where we're, we were where we left off. So Mia's now in the cellar. They've yes. kind of left her down there. They agree that she needs a sedative. Yep. Except for Eric, but Olivia's yep. already gone to go and get. Well, the Eric already suspects that and something this is else when is Eric going on. Now. Speaks up finally when it's yep. him and Dave alone, and they're like ready to lock He's the like, hatch up. With the famous I read this chain book scene. and I think I think I brought them in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say let, I was to, like let her go because you just pretty much nailed it. Yeah, well, it's exactly what like it's it's very much. Reference. I'll, I'll <laughs> go into it in my spiel like once we're on explaining the movie, but it's very much standard formula, right? I think I've released it. Is pretty much exactly. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Said, right. Well, he doesn't actually admit that he released it. He always says he's like, I think this all has to do with that fucked okay, up. You no, know, you're right. You're right. I know where that this comes came later, from. right? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, he says I, I am really worried that what we're dealing with has something to do. Yeah, with he's like trapped in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, he basically says uh, all she needs is. Uh, Forget he, like there's this really funny bit. Where, well, no, it's just because yeah. they're like all she needs is a sedative enough to kill a horse, and then he's just like, "That's not going to do anything," or more yeah, yeah. like more or less that effect. Right? Yeah. So, so sure. Why are you getting sedative? Ballpark, but immediately, you know? they, they, like they're like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go. Gra- I'm gonna go grab this. Uh, see how Olivia's doing with the sedative." Meanwhile, Olivia's in the bathroom cleaning herself up from the blood, 
And she immediately, what's, what's great them. is you know what they don't you know show you what's going wrong, but you know something's gone wrong because she's got the syringe, she's got the medication, and she walks out, and she's just about at the door, and she stops. Well, Dead. before yeah. that and happens, fall before, before that happens, though, what happens is she's cleaning herself off, and she's sure enough the mm, famous fucking the mirror uh, moment. Mi- uh, I you was know, expecting you know the, the bathroom mirror with yeah, the full yeah. yeah. So sure enough, but what they do is a little bit of a different take where she doesn't close it. She opens it and she's washing herself, and then it closes on its own. And sure enough, she as it's closing, you see Eric in the other room, and he's looking through the book because now he's like, "There's probably something important here." And sure enough, he turns to a page, and in the page it shows a woman, another woman. And in one hand, she's holding a knife. In the other hand, she's holding her own face. And her face is a skeleton. She's peeled she's off her own face. Oh. So, so sure enough. And, and Self-mutilation. Then, as, then it finishes closing, and you, Mia looks in the mirror, and it's a, a mirror reflection no, of her. No, Olivia looks in the Olivia mirror, Olivia looks right? in yeah. the okay. mirror, and it's a mirror reflection, but she's missing all this flesh. Bottom jaw. And she's got, like, uh, you know. Oh, weird. The bottom, yeah. bottom jaw. And she's freaked Ugh. out by it, so she's like, grabs her stuff, and she starts walking out, and then she freezes. And sure enough, she starts twitching like Mia was twitching. Yeah. Right. So, meanwhile, uh, uh, we got Eric, and Eric's like, "Okay, I better go check on Olivia." And so he walks in the bathroom. He's like, oh, "Olivia, oh, Olivia!" So he goes, oh, and God. Olivia's in the shower, and all you hear is like, <laughs> like flesh being cut. And he's like, "What the?" Her Olivia? face twitching. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then he and he he looks at her, and then she turns, and sure enough, she's already cut off this much of her face. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh my god, why would you?" He, do that? He, like, he has this great moment too. That I forget the actor's name now, but he's fucking phenomenal yeah, it, too because he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah, so he, he, he like, steps back. He starts backing away and steps right on her cheek. Fucking that she cheek peeled off, cut off. And, yeah. slips, oh, and, and, and his nails ribs the toilet, hit the yeah. side of the toilet like banana peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All that was missing was a whoop. Yeah, it hits the side of the toilet, breaking it. So obviously he's really hurt his back, yeah. and uh, it oh. breaks. And he's no, it didn't break. He broke it when he pushed her no, onto no. it. No, 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 no. It, it breaks, and it it, it it breaks. The piece breaks off the corner of the sink or whatever. Or no, no, the, it's the thought, corner of the toilet. The yeah. toilet bowl breaks. I thought he, he broke it, it when she was smashing his eye, and then he pushed her off, shattered the toilet, and then she came at him again. Ding. And that's when he was like. Thing. Um, no, you might be right. Actually, I think I think you. Are I, right. I think that's beside the point. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of broken. So sure enough, basically, she's holding a knife and a syringe, and he's and he's walking away from her. She mounts him, and she grabs the syringe, the needle syringe, and starts stabbing his face with it. Oh, he's with got his glasses. glasses on. First his hand, right? Oh, oh, it's, so it's going through his hand. Oh. Oh. And then he stops with the hand, and it's, so, <laughs> it's such a it's great a scene. Cringe moment like, too. She makes impact. Sound in frame. <laughs> she makes a, a contact with the glasses, like breaking the lens and everything. But like his eyes are protected. But then it starts getting into his cheek and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's Manages pretty. To push it's, it it's the most squeamish scene I, I've seen. Everybody in the theater was vibrating. Too tight. He pushes oh, her God. off, and she hits the toilet, and it breaks. So he's got a piece of toilet, a piece of toilet next to him. She's coming at him again, despite being attacked. First, he pulls the needle oh, yeah, yeah, broken yeah, yeah. off the syringe out of his face, right out of his face. Yeah, and so, and, and this is why I that was like, definitely a cringe moment scene. The whole theater was like, Ey. well, a lot of people are like, this is gore porn, right? But again, I have my thoughts with my closing thoughts gore on that. Porn. So, so she's coming at him. He grabs a piece and he just smashes her head in. He just completely obliterates he's red. And and, they, and finally, style. people oh, come yeah. in. People come in, and he's like, she was trying to kill me. Like he's trying to defend himself, right? So sure. He's been stabbed in the chest. He's got a, literally a knife in his chest. No, oh, piece, of, piece glass. of glass. Piece of, piece of glass. Yeah, oh, piece of mirror in his that's chest. That's even worse because she would have like grabbed it and made the one. Yeah. So uh, David takes him to the tool shed and he's like, he's uh, he's trying to bandage him up. He starts using duct tape on him, <laughs> right? And he's like, Red I, Green would be and, proud. and he's sitting there and he's like, 
I feel so bad. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, you were defending yourself. And he's like, no. He's like, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I read something from that book, and that's what's happening, right? Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, no, that can't be it. He's like, do you think, like, those cats, maybe... Maybe like there was some some sort of virus. And he's like, what sort of virus would do that? Yeah. yeah. So, sure enough, they've killed they've killed uh, Olivia. Olivia. No, no, which, this is Natalie, guys. They've killed Olivia. Sorry, it's Olivia. You're right. Yeah, yeah Olivia. Which, which, which is actually one sorry. Of, no, you're right. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to mention okay. about the movie: the fact that like the only body that we ever see them get rid of is really. Uh, Mia's later on, not to bury the lead, but but the Ding. fact that like all the other bodies are kind of like. There, no one really addresses what happens with them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is yeah. Olivia still sitting in the bathroom, just head fucking smashed? Well, that's it. what I would assume, right? Yeah. So what happens is, so sure enough, uh, Natalie, he, he sends Natalie to go get water with sugar to help him because he's mm-hmm. lost a lot of blood. So she goes in. It, it, it uh, Wait, when did she get bitten then? Because Natalie got bitten. Yes, it's after. She goes with the tranks. Or no, she goes into the cellar. When did Natalie? No, oh, oh, no, no, yes. she tricks her. She, she comes, yeah, she comes in. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cool. So yeah. <laughs> so Natalie Natalie walks back into the house and she's going to go get the water and sure enough she starts hearing Mia crying from the cellar. And Mia's like saying, "Why would you do this to me? Why, Why would have you, you lock me, me in the What's basement? happening? So Daddy. So Natalie open Natalie opens the cellar. Idiot, looks down. And looks down and she's there. She's like in a ball, right? And I actually think it's Mia. Because she she actually she says like you guys I'm like well she she's coming down like Mia you, you were acting crazy balls right <laughs> she's like Mia you did some fucked up shit and, and now Olivia's dead and I don't know what the fuck to think and so, and then she and then uh, Mia says like no you don't understand he's not going to let you leave here and she's like who and then sure enough she turns around and she's got like the eyes oh, already shit. she's all possessed and then Natalie's like I, I need to get the fuck smell out of here your filthy soul. well that, that's what's coming so she starts running away and sure enough like one of the fucking uh, uh, steps steps is rotted out and she trips she she's she's knocked uh, well briefly I'd say she's uh, like oh, she's um, winded she's I'm winded yeah. about this well the and, whole the, time we, yeah, we're teased winded. whole time we're teased on the, the the loose step going up into the cellar right? well that, that's so. a big moment in Evil Dead too. yeah, yeah and you know, what, that's the whole reason why she couldn't get away from me in the first place yeah so, so the cellar door closes and she's alone with me and she's laying there it's a really fucking creepy shot because you just see and there's like oh, light from a, oh, on top God, from the, yes. the slits in the in the door yeah and all of a sudden you see is Mia's face coming out of the shadows up here appear out of the shadows and she's like right between her legs yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and she's like <laughs> she's like licking her inner thigh and then she sees uh, an exacto knife on one uh, on the side of one of the steps so she grabs it to defend herself and sure enough Mia grabs it from her and cuts her own tongue yeah her tongue in, in, half. in half yeah yeah and she says I can smell your filthy soul and then ki- basically kisses her right yeah like and like blah, 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 right <laughs> and so sure enough oh the sound in that too I think you were talking about that yeah. Todd is like the sound is the most Sucky, disturbing like, part of it too because like it's, well, you can I hear like it, but yeah, oh, tongue yeah. down throat kind of thing so when does and, like, she when does she spray. bite her though because she bites her she bit like she's trying to fend her off right and she bites it, her then and that's it, when it she was, grabs it before she kisses her actually it's before yeah. she cuts her yeah. tongue so she bites her probably to get the exacto knife well eh? no she pulls the exacto knife and then and like that brings her hand so it's like a bites okay. into like the flesh there and so she pulls back and that's when she looks and Mia's like I got a knife. What am I gonna do with it? Yeah. No, so she's I'm not gonna she kisses you. her, but then what? What happens? The is, door opens. The door opens. Yeah. Okay. She then, gets rescued right there, mid kiss. Okay. Who rescues her though? David. It's David. Okay. So David pulls her. Oh yeah. And then she's like, uh, "You want me to suck your cock, pretty boy, or something like that?" Yeah. 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 Your sister's being raped in hell. No. No. That comes later. 
Ding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be my favorite. They have, a, they have a cool moment there where um, uh, David's trying to help out with uh, Eric, and I think he's. This is the point where he's like, "Hey, we're all like, we're going to try and get out of here again, yeah. right?" Like, um, and uh, it sh- cuts back to Natalie at the kitchen sink. And she's trying to wash the wound out, and she's like squeezing some like black oh, shit out. And yeah. they called back to Evil Dead Two, where when Ash had cut his hand off, yeah, and yeah. the hand kind of has that voice. There's even a part in Evil Dead Two where the hand's like, oh, "Fuck you!" Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was hoping, but for you the can hand. hear the the like little voices of something small, like kind of crittery, as she's squeezing yeah, yeah. this really? poison out of her hand. Yeah, yeah like, like as Jesus, man, you guys get some good hearing. No, I've never heard that. the sound in the movie. It's it's really well done. So sure enough, it's her hands being taken over, taking over, right? And um, I, f- I forget what's going on with Eric at this point because I think there's like another reference. What happens here where Eric says something about uh, bodily dismemberment, uh, like he's the, waist, try- I think the he's, waist, yeah. the waist to stop it. He says there apparently are three ways. He's he's talking to David in, oh, yeah, in another room. And he says there's only three ways to stop these yeah. things. One is uh, burning, like, burning mm-hmm. uh, completely. The other one is bodily dismember. And the third is a buried live, live burial. Live burial, which is interesting because again, it's a callback to everything that Ash all has done three. with all of them. Yeah. In, so, the la- in the in Evil Dead Two. So this is what happened. This is what's happening. Is he's well, taking that. David? Doesn't all of it happen in Evil Dead? In uh, throughout Evil Dead One and Two, those three things happen. They oh, do okay, happen. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, her hand got cut off, and they he tried to bury her. I think yeah. an evil deal. Yeah, right? and and but the thing is, even before this happens, oh no, no, actually, this is about to come. But anyway, what happens is, so sure enough, she's what? Well, no, I was just gonna say like that's Eric took David back to, to show him this book, and this is what's happening. This is how I think it can happen. And then that's when Missy's trying to wash her hand, and all of a sudden, yeah, hand gets possessed, and she can see it literally coming up. Yeah. So what happens is, meanwhile. You see Mia is looking at her from there. That and, crazy, creepy yeah, scene. Yeah, oh, yeah, her, iconic seeing, shot. She's seeing her hand being taken over, and sure enough, uh, Natalie grabs the uh, the carver. Well, there's the moment there that uh, that kind of shows that you do have some sort of control. Yeah, it's to starting fight to take it over her because it gets all the way up to the, like the, the clear indication of the yeah. But then she she snaps con- she she snaps back into consciousness and it and it sinks deg- back down. Degresses, right? Oh. yeah. And then she grabs the carver. And then uh, it's interesting because the trailer was uh, was a uh, red herring because what she what said Mia's actually it. saying what Ma- what uh, uh, Mia is actually saying is saying don't you dare fucking cut it off yeah and then the trailer is like do oh, it do it no no she like, says cut no you hear it okay. cut it off yeah in the trailer she's, yeah, cut, yeah she says cut it in the trailer cut but he says she's like don't you dare cut it off so sure yeah. enough yeah. she starts you bitch yeah and starts cutting off her like arm <laughs> not not even her hand well, or arm and it, cool. I was making the comment about how it's kind of like that community episode where uh, Abed and Troy are talking about the one-armed man and Troy's like how, how one-armed was he? Here? 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 Yeah, <laughs> and Abed's like tell me when to stop it was, it was the other arm <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but she kind of does that she like looks at him she's like, she's like where can I cut it off? Here, like, yeah. so she Into, she cuts it off, and sure enough, these guys. And this makes my arms feel. Yeah, funny. the guys are the guys are all uh, talking about the different ways, and then they come back to check on Natalie, uh, and Natalie standing oh in standing in the kitchen. There's just back blood to her. all. And, and she's like, sake. "It's okay." She was. I think I feel I feel a lot better now. She turns around, and her arms barely hanging on, and then it just snaps off, yeah. like by a thread, and it onto the ground. So sure enough, she's 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 lost her arm at this point, and you know more duct tape <laughs> trying to help her yeah, out. It was and, yeah. And, oh, you heat up a pan and yeah. So David, David style. David's yeah. uh, David is duct taping her, and then he goes back to check on Eric, and Eric's Eric's trying to burn the book. It won't burn. 
That was actually a really good oh. scene because it's yeah. literally just sitting there. Because and like the camera burnt. Yeah, that was the the, the in the first one. So right away you're like, this isn't going to end. It was a really it was a really good scene because quite literally, like you just see his back. And then, like a camera pans over his, over his shoulder, and he's like, "It's just this is not going to work." And fucking thing won't, won't burn. burn. And then it's really in the mix of fire, and it's just not even burning. Like I just thought that was brilliant. I thought right? it was We're interesting the the choice for the the book as well. Like they, it's clearly bound in flesh, just like the first one. Yep. But the Necronomicon has classically got a face on it. Yeah. yeah. And in, in some scenes of Army of Darkness, like it actually comes alive and bites, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The eyes are open. Yeah, in all three movies, it had a face. Thing. It, well, yeah. it does, but I mean, it, it's animated in, yeah, yeah. in the one. But um, in this, it's just... Number one, it's animated too, remember? It, when it's in the flame? That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, stop motion animation. But in this one, it is just like hunks of scarred flesh. flesh. Like burnt, yeah. gross, pock Just packed like, just together. skin. And stitched, like, just willy-nilly. It's <laughs> really gross. To, uh... <laughs> A mysterious book that we have in behind oh, us. Oh, that burnt oh, book yeah. back there? That yeah, has nothing to do with that anything. Burned. Yeah, so anyway, so what <laughs> happens is, um, so it won't burn, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Like, he's, uh, David's, like, trying to, f- he's he's hurt, and he's he's with his buddy there. They're sitting there, and they're like, what the fuck are we going to do at this point, right? And they turn, and fucking Natalie walks into the room, and now she's completely demonic. And she's holding oh. the nail gun from earlier where they were fixing Arm the house. Arm just dripping, oh. pouring blood. And she's and all you hear is like click, click, like the the the, the nail hitting, the nails hitting. Yeah. And she's been shooting her own self in the face with it. I, I would think maybe to keep it from spreading. I think that's what Probably. she was trying to do. I think no, she was working she, at that point. Trying to get it to stop. Going no, because it seems brain. like it, that's what I'm getting at. Is everyone, everyone the that's been mutilation seems people to have be. been mutil- mutilating themselves to try to keep it from taking over. But I think yeah. it just all it does is slow it down. It doesn't really work to stop. Yeah, because yeah, but no, because remember she said after the end stuff. she was like, "Why does my face hurt?" Like I think the possession. No, but it snaps it. out right. Like yeah. Well, I think Ding is right. I think she's in shock though. At that point, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and, and and at the same time, it looks like once the vessel is no good to the to the demon, it lets it go. Yeah, and which comes later as well, a plot device as well. Yeah. So, um, so what ends up happening is, sure enough, <laughs> is that Mia, thing? great scene. No, yeah, Mia, Mia is there uh, in the cellar. She's kind of rocking the cellar, basically, fucking say, you know, laughing, yeah, laughing, yeah. and she, and she's coming at them with the nail gun and forking poor Eric, who's already gone through a lot at this point. He's trying to defend himself, and all these nails are being shut through his hand, arm, and, arm, and uh, even air, gets uh, David gets a couple in the leg. But so she's standing over him, and it's so relentless because she's standing over him, and she's like, "Dude, just shoot him!" He's like, "No, please!" Stop. Like shoulder, oh, chest, just side. face. And, yeah, it's like one of my biggest fears, been. Yeah, and I'm like, and then sure enough, there's uh, then uh, what's his name? Um, uh, David grabs the shotgun and blows off her other arm. So now she's, she's got going no for the arms. killing blow. Yeah, yeah, she was going. Oh, fuck! I completely forgot. She grabbed she, the fucking crowbar. She, too. Yeah. she emptied the nail gun. She emptied the nail gun. Okay. No, fuck! No, we're we're way be, we're ahead of ourselves. Ding. She shoots him. <laughs> she she keeps shooting shooting him with the nail gun. Click click. And, click. and no, it doesn't run out of ammo. What happens is, um, she I forget what happens. She loses the nail gun at one point because what ends up happening is, uh. Uh, Eric starts shooting her with the nail gun, and she won't slow down. Remember? Oh, that's right. And he he empties the clip. That's right. That's yeah, right. he empties that's it. Right. But then she grabs. She's got a crowbar. Oh. She starts beating oh. him and breaks his fucking fingers. She, and it's and one hits. hit where like he puts this his hand up I'm to defend himself, yeah. and it like kind of hits between the and just splits his hand oh. down. Over uh, and it, it, you know, I, I mean, not to not amazing. To, if I if I would change one thing about the movie, I would have made Eric the hero because this guy goes through so this much. This guy goes through fucking hell, man. Yeah, yeah, and, literally. <laughs> yeah. And 
and so what happens is, sure enough, um, uh, it, the um, killing blow. The, she's up for the cl- killing blow, and boom, her arm gets blown off, and it's David. And she, t- it turns around, and she's no longer possessed, and she's like, well, no, she's still possessed as she kind of falls to the ground. But it's yeah. like, it's almost like a, per- she's coming towards him half possessed. And I thought I was like, oh no, don't let her get in close. Yeah, you yeah. can see the possession is fading, 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 fading. Oh, yeah, okay. and then by it's really disturbing. By the time she's in his lap and like resting, she's her, crying and she's her like, nail. Why does head. my face hurt so much? Yeah, she, David, my face and hurts. she dies. Another body. We don't know what happens with it, but, but it, in the living room. <laughs> so sure enough, um, Mia's howling down in the basement. Yeah, she's yeah. laughing to herself about what's just happened. Yeah, and I think what it is is I, I really feel that these demons um, they grab onto a soul, and but but like I think the the prime one is Mia. Yeah. Well, but she's controlling everyone else. Anyone else that gets possessed, she's also controlling. It I mean, there's there's a lot of ifs and there's a lot of question marks to go along with it. There's no way well, to like, yeah, know for sure, it's, but it's probably well, here's where the the last kind of hint comes from the book. Eric basically as he's fucking bloody there, he's like he's he's basically dude, we're going to make it. He's like he's like don't don't die on me and then and then Eric says he's like you know dying wouldn't be so bad about now, but he says he, he, yeah, he, he's like but he's like this whatever this is, it's in the book it says it needs five souls. So it says like apparently the way it works is it needs to it needs to feast on five souls oh, okay. and then something the blood something, will fall from the heavens it, it'll start it'll start and raining blood and then this this de- this thing will come to earth right like and it shows a picture of this like skeletal Hell skeletal demon thing reaching out from the ground like climbing out right Ugh. so there's something far worse that's coming right so mm. um where, so where are we? I'm trying to remember. Well, um, what is that with people camping with five people oh, all the time? So Eric has warned him about the five. The, the apparently it needs five souls, right? Yeah, which yeah. is a departure from the originals because yeah. it seemed like it was just kind of wanton destruction and like all of these souls are up for grabs, but just because they're there, not because like there's, because a, there's, there's a purpose a that needs to be achieved. Purpose, okay. Yeah. So so he's he's dragged Eric out at this point. Eric's sitting outside by the car. And not in the car, mind you. <laughs> and uh, so he basically said, "We need to." He, basically, what David says is, "I'm going. I'm just going to burn this fucking place down." Yeah. Right. And he and and he basically he's pouring gasoline all over the house, and he's pouring it over the the opening of the cellar. And he basically said, "He's like, I'm I'm so sorry, Mia. I'm so Lighter sorry lit. that I couldn't say." It's yeah. kind of similar to the opening shot with the "I love you, baby" shotgun. Yeah. 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 And so he's, yeah, he's he's uh, he's with the lighter. And then he starts hearing Mia singing, and a, a, a callback from earlier where where what Mia was saying was what, the way things that sh- she was trying to remember her mother's lullaby when they were younger, oh. and that's why he was like, "Don't fill your head with bad thoughts," right? So he hears Mia singing in the ba- in the cellar, and then he's like, it's a great he, shot." He shuts it off, and he's determined he's going to try and save Mia. So he goes to the tool shed. And I don't want to bury the lead. So what happens is he starts, he opens, and you see the chainsaw. But then he goes above it, and he starts grabbing. He grabs a car battery, uh, two metal syringes, and he starts duct taping. It's there's a lot of duct tape in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, he starts uh, duct taping a device together. You don't know what it is. So he's got that set up, and he and he decides to go. Um, I'm trying to remember how does he get Mia back? Oh yeah, he 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 goes down to get her. Well, he just yeah. he assumes that he's gonna just have to get her at the bottom of the stairs. Is my thought. Well, no, it's, he's trying to devise. You know, we had a quick montage where he he's developing a plan. 
obviously he's not just burning down the cabin, right? Yeah. So he grabs the yeah he's, he grabs well the no trank. he decided not to burn down the cabin right away. He grabs he, all the trank to try to, yeah. to get her, and then yeah. he's got to go down and get. So he goes he goes down. She's not obviously she's not at the bottom of the stairs. It's not going to be that easy. So he's going down. He's he's down by where the well was, the bottom of the well. So oh, where there's okay. water and stuff, and he's looking around, and it's this really really good shot where he's with the flashlight, and you see in the foreground there's the the exacto knife. And then he pans back, and the exacto knife's gone. So yeah, so he's like, he's going, and he's there, and he's like, you see him panning, and sure enough, there's sure Mia standing across the river, and she fucking flies at him, literally yeah. flies, like hovering yeah. across, and, and she with the exacto knife water. just starts slashing at him. Right. And finally, those shots where somebody's getting thrown around the room. Oh yeah, like, yeah just like is, the yeah. famous Ash getting tossed around yeah. shots, which where is like Bruce Campbell's like he's getting his ass kicked mm-hmm. until finally he gets thrown to the base of the well and she starts drowning him right and she's he's about to lose consciousness and sure enough Somebody then here comes Eric and just boom nails her, her in the back of the head knocks yeah. her out right and then he looks at Eric and Eric's got the exacto knife right in his, his side spleen or something yeah and he like he collapses in front of him and he basically, uh, Eric says, "Man, I really missed you." Right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's and a great moment. Starts, well, there's a whole like the whole uh, sub sequence of, like, of Eric definitely had some resentment towards yeah. David. Yeah, because so they, they kind of years. and now it's all gone. Yeah, yeah, it's all gone. So like, uh, and, and so what happens is, uh, sure enough, he dies and he gets an unceremonious death in that he just puts him in the water. Well, he kind of <laughs> just, just lets like, him and uh, lets him float there. That was the issue that I had too. Is it seems to me like the the demon can only possess the living. Like he's he hasn't in the movie. Movie, I don't really notice any parts where yeah. he's reanimated a corpse. Or I have a theory like about that actually. And uh, and uh, and David kind of just like lets Eric kind of drift off into the water a little bit, and he kind of slumps. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hang on, uh, 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 what? We'll get you know? we'll get into it in a second because I have I have a kind of a little bit of a theory of the fact that uh, it, it involving the cats actually. Okay. Um, you know how uh, what the thing one thing in the book that, uh, something about the cats. They their limbs had to be broken. They had to, the the um, what I got from was the barbed wire that's wrapped around them had to be so tight that it crushed their bones. Yeah, and I think what it is is uh, if, a protection spell. If, what I think what it is is when the demon when you when you put the demon in a state where it has to escape the body of the person that it's possessed, it's going to try to possess the next available body. Right. So it has to be a useless body. So the cats would technically be a body oh, that couldn't escape. Right. It couldn't escape from. It's, which is why I have a theory about Eric's body down in down in the cellar, because what happens next is he Well and well there's a moment too where uh, yeah. earlier we skipped over it really quick, but uh, there's a moment where uh, it, David just gets it into his head that he's like, We're gonna clean this up, we're gonna make this a little bit more livable before everything's yeah. gone to the point of no return. And he literally collects, he clips down all, all cats, those cats. Yeah. And it's like it's like a it's like a moment where you're like, Oh shit, man, I know how creepy those things fucking look, but maybe they were there for a good reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's point. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Don't mess with witchcraft, man. Well it reminded me a little well, bit that's exactly of exactly what fucking Eric said, circle, right? And yeah. uh, and it's uh, they weren't insert it, uh, from my perspective. Maybe I have to rewatch it, but it, it wasn't encircling at the very beginning scene. Um, the possessed. It was encircling the father and the gypsy woman and the book. Oh, yeah. So, so I it think was it was a protectiony like kind of thing. Protecting. The well, we don't know for sure, but like I, I have, I have my a theory of the fact that if you're in that circle, now that you've said that, it's like. Uh, spinning wheels but my thought is maybe if you're in that circle the point is if it comes towards you the closest body will be one of these cats that's and they'll be like hanging. yeah and, and I, don't it, I don't think I don't think I don't think it matters I don't think it matters I'll get if you shit. alive or dead right. I think it just needs to be useful shit okay. I mean, like hence hence why everyone everyone that it's let go of 
their bodies are useless right. to it at that point. Uh, Chick's face was bludgeoned. Her head was, was caved crushed. in. Yeah. Uh, What's her name had no arms, no arms left, anymore. right? So yeah. there's there seems mm. to be a theme of the fact that the you, the body needs to be completely useless, right? But so sure enough, he's he's got, he's got Mia, <laughs> he's got Mia, and he's tranquilized her. Yeah, and he takes her outside and he puts her in a nice red dress. And then he starts – he ties her up. He puts a bag over her face and he starts burying her alive. So, you know, one of the ways to get rid of this, this yeah, thing, One right? of the ways, yeah. So he's um, – and sure enough, there, uh, lightning hits a tree and the tree's like burning, right? And there's the reason for that because there's a – That was actually before the sequence well, before yeah, yeah. went down. Anyway. So what happens is he starts burying her and sure enough, there's this awesome shot where it's like you're fouling the, pe- the, 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 the shovel and it's like whoop. And then her eyes are open. Yeah. <laughs> and she yeah, starts so, talking. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, why Why'd you leave me? Like, you know, it's like, you, why are you such a terrible brother? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, uh, your mom's disappointed in you and she waits for you in hell or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you're not her, right? And so sure enough, he, he buries her and he completely leaves her and he and he's like crying and he basically apologizes he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry I, I should have went there there's yeah, a great yeah. moment with the heartbeat coming yeah, through yeah, yeah. the earth yeah, yeah. and that's, that's and exactly like the heart the, the heartbeat is slowing and then it stops and the flame from the tree goes, goes out, out. Yeah. and, and he, the sound the ominous just sound around the wind the storm and everything it's kind of stopped right ceases. everything's silenced so sure enough he digs her up he digs her back up and this device with a battery is a defibrillator, a makeshift defi- defibr- defibrillator. defibrillator. So he stabs yeah, so it into her chest, and he's using it, and he's like shocking like, her, like, uh, shocking her back. It's not working. It's not working. It's not dies. working. Battery dies, and he's kind of like bummed, obviously. So he, yeah, he's, he's walking away, sad. and then he hears her, and he turns around. She's standing, David, and, yeah. and it's a big question moment for the audience. At least I felt this way. Is yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're wondering which trick. way does it go, right? Because I'm, th- I'm, I'm under the impression going into the movie that like. Once you're possessed, that and they beat her up so much. She's got pockmarked, yeah. like half her face is burned. She's caught her yeah. tongue. She's yeah. just totally in a bad and, state. And again, I, think, I forgot about the tongue. Yeah. Well, she's still and she was still talking. Well, here's the, here's what's interesting. When after after she digs her up. She's completely healed. She's got no boil marks or She's anything. She's fine again. It was the demon. Okay. Well, it's interesting, but but this is this is why I feel there's more going on in this movie than we than where where we know because of the fact that. Why would they show the burnt hillbilly at the beginning? Other than showing us something fucked up, I think that's another survivor. I think that's someone who they burnt at the stake to get it, get the demon out of him, and then they put him out immediately afterwards, killed, and he yeah. lived. He he yeah. lived, right? Oh. But so, like the way but because because the demon would have left his body when the when he thought when it thought the body was useless, yeah, and then it would have put him out, and yeah. he, he barely survived, he right? In, in, in my experience with possessions. whereas all the stuff okay. happened, <laughs> your last possession. But, hang on, but all the stuff happened before to her, like a like she was buried in the ground. So when the demon left, it took all the like ailments with it. Well, well don't know, I, right? It's I fucking think, demon logic. I, that's yeah. what appears. I think that yeah. there's, there's yeah. Uh, I, I think that that moment is the is the one moment where you get the other side of the conversation, where it's like that's the that lightning striking the tree. That I feel like that's that's finger of God. Yeah, like trying to he, say, if hey, he's willing stop to, this. if he 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 like he keeps his promise, he. Um, he stays with Mia to the very end. She's talking about kicking the bucket and going through cold turkey withdrawals. But in the end, it turns out what he really promised was to be there until the end of this yeah. possession in Mia's body, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, then I think that there's that moment where 
um, it ceases. Like she, he, she's buried all torn up and all burned, and then when she's dug up again, she's pristine. Even when he's defibrillating her, he like touches her face, like oh my goodness, like you're yeah, yeah. you're okay again. And I think that that was like there's some element of salvation in there from. On well, high. I mean, it, but, it, yeah. it's like, the whole thing is like if you're going to believe in one thing, why not believe in exactly, the other extreme right? too, right? So. And that's just one thing I don't understand. Like it, to me, <laughs> no, no. Like I said, demons. And the lightning is like the light in the dark, right? Like the whole possession factor. Like it, to me, like it's you're not dealing with science you're dealing with obviously a very powerful spiritual there's a realm. set of rules well no like you would think that the demon knows like it's not going to leave you just because there's some fucking fire licking at your, your your feet you know what I mean like it's going to leave you when you can no longer like you can't get him back you can't put him out you can't defibrillate him because if there's, if there's a chance you can bring him back that means they weren't really that dead to begin with mm-hmm. yeah, so why did the demon useless. why did the demon yeah. go well same logic like yeah. you, you look, at, look at the thing with the guy burnt wouldn't the guy's burns be magically healed the, the guy that was burned in the beginning, right? Yeah, I think you're is. looking too much into the, that part. I might, of it, though, I but, might, but but I'm, I'm like, you, you, don't get me wrong. I wish there was a nice. Like, all I know story. is that they're already planning a sequel, mm-hmm. so there's elements that are setting up the sequel mm-hmm. already. So at any rate, uh, that aside, she's actually okay. She made it through this, right? And so okay. he's like, "Let's get the fuck out of here," right? So everyone in the audience is like, "Is she still a demon?" Well, like, well they yeah. embrace, and okay. it seems like she's okay. So sure enough, he goes back and he's gathering their shit before he's going to burn down the cabin. He goes into the room and he finds the photo of all of them as a kids, all four of them, the main four, not Natalie, because Natalie was the girlfriend. Yeah, but no one cares. And, and, he, and he grabs it, <laughs> and then you see like the pan, and he's looking at it, and you pan over, and sure enough. Eric standing there and now he's possessed. demonically possessed. Okay. Yeah, because his body yeah, wasn't And used stabs him in the neck so well. with the exacto knife. So sure enough, David is is dying. He's mortally he's, wounded. He's yeah. mortally wounded and he's coming out and she's like, David? And she sees David and David, you know, he's like... Uh, get out of here. He, yeah, he basically... he's He, he, he goes up to the front door yeah. and he's like, get out of here. And he closes himself in with, with the demon. Yep. So he he grabs the shotgun and he's aiming at, the de- uh, at demon Eric and Eric says... He's coming. And he just aims at the gas canister. He shoots it. The whole house goes. And with Mia, Natalie, or with the uh, fucking Mia, like right at the front door. Yeah, so Mia's standing up there. And one element we left out of the story was before they started, before they started. I uh, think, uh, not to cut you off, but yeah. I think that the element that we skipped over is the major thing that is going to link it to the next movie. That, yeah. That, I think that, that it's, it's a, yeah. Okay, so what is yeah. it? So at the beginning, when David is kind of like he's out in the doghouse, as it were, because he's trying to gain everyone's confidence back because everyone doesn't like him, he gives Mia a necklace, very much like the necklace from The Evil Dead, except it's made out of wood. And he says it's made out of, I think it's oak or something. Yeah, it's some special type of wood. It's supposed to give you strength of will. He's like, so you can make it through this to get sober, sober, Mm -hmm. right? So he gives it and she has it. And sure enough, um, she has the line where it's, uh, um, she's like, but you don't believe in this stuff. And he's like, yeah, but you do. So maybe it'll work for you. You know, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Passes it off. It's a sweet moment. She's like, okay, I'm glad you're here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So sure enough, <laughs> what happens is, uh, Mia, um, she's in front of the house that just she's in front of the house fire. just blew up. She's got, and she finds the necklace, the necklace. laying on the ground. Cause that was supposedly destroyed it yeah. in the shape uh, of a skull too. Yeah. Yeah. Reference to the first movie too. Oh, really? I never noticed that. Mm-hmm. She picks it up, and as she's holding it, it starts raining blood. <laughs> so, it's, so it's, but clearly the five souls. Have yeah, well, taken. they made a reference back to the book because the book was brought out when he was buried. Which I her. think is an interesting yeah, thing because that technically, it, that that means that it includes Mia, but Mia got her soul back. So there's what about something the one at on? the first. That's true. You could count that as number five too. The girl at the beginning. I think that was the big thing is where because oh. he sets up five souls, but there's five people out on the trip, and so you're mm-hmm. like you question like is that 
does that first yeah, one but count? Yeah, the other two. Do- yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So sure enough, uh, it starts raining blood, and she's weirded out. And all of a sudden, a fucking hand comes out of the ground, grabs her wrist, and starts burning her, like the, just by touching it. Right. Yeah. So she backs away, and sure enough, this weird creature comes out of the ground that looks just like her. It, it's like her face. mirror image. Like the face is similar, but it's this androgynous, naked Skinny, body pale with body. long hair. And it's it comes at her, and she's like, "Oh my god!" So she goes into the car. She's trying to try to start the car. It crashes through the side of the window, grabs her again, burns her. So she's crawling out. And she's like, "Fuck me!" Right? So she she goes. Uh, she she's going. Um, what ends up happening? She goes around the car. No, they, they do a little chase scene around. No wait. Well, no, she she goes through that. She falls out the the other rabbit door, hole. Yeah. And uh, no, you not yet. And she then makes her way to the tool shed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the hole. The hole going into the tool yeah, shed. Underneath Remember where the, the dog, where the dog oh, was? Yeah. So she yeah. goes underneath, and she turns around, and it's there, and it's like, yeah. 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 And she's like, oh, fuck. So she goes up into the tool shed, and then she it's so funny. She's got a choice. She sees the chainsaw, and she sees the machete. She goes to the chainsaw. So sure enough. Where the crowd is now starting to get excited. To, she's trying to start it. It's out of gas. <laughs> so she grabs the gasoline. She's pouring it in. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She's like, she's pouring it. She she finishes pouring it out. She looks up. It's right there. The demon's right in front of her. Yeah. So she fi- she's able to get be- between the crawl space of the Which wall. Which is a great callback to um, Evil Dead 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The chase scene between the walls. Like, as soon as I saw the enclosed area, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. So yeah. She, she goes in the crawl space between the wall, mall, uh, to the wall, and she's with the, le- with the, with the chainsaw, chainsaw, and she's trapped. And she's trying to still start it. All of a sudden, the machete starts stabbing into the walls because it got yeah, the machete. Yeah, it got the machete. Yeah. She's freaked out. It's, it, there's some crazy, crazy violence here because it's stabbing. Usually, you'd get the gag that it almost hits her in the face. Uh, what happens, it, it stabs, gets her right in the leg, and then pulls back out. So it's like stab and slice and stab uh, and slice. And it, she's getting cut a couple times. Again, yeah. But then the machete hits a piece of, of the other side of the wall, and it starts – and it breaks – so she starts trying to break the other side of the wall to escape. Yeah. Barely makes it out. So she's making her way back out. She's hurt because of her leg. Yeah. She hides underneath the car. Uh, the demon's coming at her, and she's able to finally turn on the yeah. the the the, okay. uh, the chainsaw. chainsaw. Ch- chops off its legs. Right. So she comes to the other side of the car. This demon's not slowing down. It actually picks up the car and rolls it over. As she's trying to get out of the way, her hand gets pinned. So her hand's stuck, and the chainsaw's just out of reach, and the demon, without its legs, is fucking crawling oh, around the car to get her. It's such a great moment, yeah. too, because the demon's say, like, giving her like all those depressing things, like, you're never getting out of here, and like you were always you scum like whore, that. Yeah. You junkie whore, yeah. like all this stuff. And then you, you like what my immediate thought was is that she's getting that chainsaw, and she's going to cut her hand off, like, yeah. a la Evil Dead style. Yeah, it's even better than that because she way. can't reach it, and she and like because she starts fucking pulling. I on think her, because yeah. of like the strength of will thing yeah. going on with the necklace and everything. Like she's just like, well, fuck you, I'm getting out of this, and she pulls her fucking arm out of socket. Like, no, her wrist, and, it just starts yeah. ripping out, right? And she like rips it completely oh. off. And it, it, I think the whole scene is a lot of people were kind of weirded out by it, but I think it's like a really cool callback to the Ash versus Evil Ash thing, right? Because technically, it's her doppelganger, right? right. It's yeah. like everything that she was during the movie is embodied in this creature, right? Yeah. yeah. So she's because uh, even when she's embracing David, she said it was horrible being that thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So she finally gets the chainsaw and it's crawling at her. 
and I forget what it says. It's, it says something like the creature says something about the uh, something about feasting on her soul, right? Mm-hmm. And then she go. She says, "Go to hell, motherfucker!" And she like she grabs she two hands, well, two like wrist and hands the Stop chainsaw it. and just stabs it through the face and just starts fucking it with the chainsaw, like just and then splits it in half right down the right middle, in right? front of the burning fucking cabin, it's a, right? Yeah, like, it's shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sure enough, she cuts. Spraying. She cuts it right through. And the thing die. It looks like it dies, and its eyes still moving as it sinks back into the ground. It right, lands like face open up, so that you like a sandwich. Yeah, so each half like, of the face, like a sandwich that you dropped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it sinks back into the ground, and the blood the blood rain stops. And sure enough, like the dawn cracks, and she's like, she fucking made it, right? She fucking survived. So she's walking away. Uh, she starts walking away into the woods, and then the camera slowly pans down, and the book is laying there, and it's open, like and you, yeah, you see, yeah, it's exactly, in blood. and you see, you see it start flipping really fast. Which I was gonna say, there's one interesting page that I was gonna mention is uh, right before it closes. There's one page that shows a woman pointing, and then another woman completely in black pointing back, and there's like something in the middle oh. with light in between, kind of like the mirror image thing, and then the book shuts. And I think that's something. That was put there intentionally, either to um, mimic the fact that they she just went up against her dark mm-hmm. self, mm-hmm. or something that's because like I have a theory about the fact that the fact that she survived of the possession has probably made her special in some way at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Jennifer's body style, where Kinda, she yeah. she's imbued with uh, the aspects of the demon because she uh, was. Yeah. Uh, bitten or like somewhat taken over by it. Yeah. yeah. So sure enough, the book closes. Evil Dead titles. Movie ends. Crowd cheers. Yeah, yeah. We survived. And recordings uh, from the original two. Yeah, throughout movies, the credit throughout sequence the credits. you hear that. It was a good heard. credit sequence. Like yeah. the whole time uh, I think it was teased that there was an after scene credits. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff everyone was just like, Well, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Because it was, uh, Alvarez had a bunch of interviews, so did Raimi, so did Campbell, they're saying that the there could be an evil there could be an army of darkness three, there could be an evil dead two. Like they've left it very open ended because yeah. the fact that Ash went back in the Army of Darkness changed the course of history, right? So this lead, an after scene credit scene, got an after scene, after credit after credits scene, scene <laughs> got leaked. Everyone's just like, okay, this is going to continue on the story. So there's only actually, what, maybe six of us? Like, it was our group and then two others that actually yeah. stayed. Yeah, that always Until the after credits. <laughs> and we're all excited. And it was awesome because it was just simply Ash going groovy. <laughs> no, what it is is uh, you see Ash's profile with his big ass chin. chin yeah. And all of a sudden he just turns with like a dun and he's like groovy. And then it and then cuts, cuts to black. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's not cool. anything that advances the story, but it's, but it's still pretty it's a wicked Easter egg. Yeah. It's, you're, I, it was mixed emotions because half of me is like, yeah, and the other half is like, Oh, I wanted more. I wanted more. more. Yeah. But, but it's only just a testament to writing, how good the movie the, is. They're talking right now. He's writing Army of Darkness 2. So. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Shot two, take one. So, I'm sorry. Scene, scene two, shot one, take one. Thoughts, final thoughts. <laughs> All right. So some final thoughts. Um, I was telling you guys just before, like yeah, horror movies. I like them. I enjoy them. Uh, they're great, but they're just not my favorite type of genre movie, right? Like Tito, you've really been into the Evil Dead. It's obviously one of your favorite movies because it was one of your first ones you saw with your dad. I think you yep. said you saw yep. Evil Dead Two at six years old. Yep, crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. But anyway, so like it's never been my absolute favorite. Um, the type of horror Evil Dead was is gore horror, and that's never been like it, it never it never drawn me in emotionally, right? Like Paranormal Activity, those ghost shit. It's funny because there's a trailer going into Evil Dead. Uh, called the Conjuring, the Conjuring, Conjuring. 
<laughs> called The Conjuring uh, about people clapping, and, and that actually got my head going. Yeah, I make it sound so fucking. The stupid. clapping goes. I can't. Even, I make it sound so fucking stupid, but it, the trailer actually I thought worked pretty good, and that got my mind racing more so than this. This was gore horror, so I don't think it's absolutely terrifying from my angle, but it was a good story. Um, Alvarez completely like I, I love the whole backstory to it. Alvarez was approached by Sam Raimi. They've been wanting to do a remake now for years, and I believe fans just absolutely denied it until Bruce Campbell says we're doing it. You guys will love it. Trust us. Actually, other way around. What do you mean? Um, the 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 fans wanted Raimi to do it. Oh, and, and Raimi didn't. And Raimi has been kind of been the the stopping point where he's just like, no, I'm. Mo-. It's like that's we we haven't reached the story where we actually want to tell right yeah, tell okay. this type of story right. So so and. It, like the backstory is incredible to me. Like they finally they they did this remake. Everyone was just like, "Oh my god!" Everyone doesn't like remakes anymore, and this one was always going to be a test because it's such an iconic film. Anyone that calls Evil Dead like the first one horrible, like it, it's a stand it stands on its own. That is an iconic image of her going up through the steps, like looking up through with the chains. Like that, I remember seeing that image, and I wasn't a horror fan. I didn't really know what Evil Dead was until I pretty much started hanging out with with Tito. And I find like that's I've seen that image before, right? That's mm-hmm. a very iconic. Uh, a very iconic scene in a movie. So that impressed me. The story was great. The budget for this was $17 million. And it's already made 30 after this weekend. That's incredible to me. Absolutely amazing. Every practical... Well, he said... Uh, Alvarez said they needed CGI for touch-ups, which I think was apparent with a lot of the eyes, as well as like some of the rain blood. Like there was A little bit of in. blood effects, yeah. But the majority, like 99.9%... I think of some of what, the fire effects, too. Yeah, like 999 of what we saw was a practical effect. I was just reading now as we were kind of chatting. Uh, this was filmed seven over 70 nights uh, for a lot of the, the, obviously, the night shots. It was long, it was gratuitous, but it's funny how he said we actually looked up tricks and illusions just so we can fit into this movie. And I'm like, fuck, we do the same thing for what yeah, we film, well, right? We know how grueling practical effects are now. Yeah. Like, we've, I had one of the guys in the film we're doing now be like, one and a half hours... Of makeup for like a five second like shot, and I'm like, yeah, with it. <laughs> money shot. No, exactly. Yeah. So like, I was really impressed by that. I'm really impressed by the backstory. It was an entertaining movie. Like I said, it was really really gore driven, and that just doesn't really apply to me. Like I'm not. I don't think I'll make it an effort to go see this again in theaters. I'll probably get it when it comes out on DVD, just because yeah. it's a good story. But it's done. I saw it. It was awesome. Glad I went and seen it. It was great. And to me, it's that's it for me. Like you guys dive into the story is more in, like I never would have done that on my own. But you guys tell me all this backstory is making me more interested in it. But I'll, I'll never research this on my own just because it's not one of those priority movies for me. Yeah, it's not your thing. With that said, it was very entertaining. It was very well done. If I give it a rating, I'm giving it three and a half, four out of five. Totsky hats. Three and a half, four Totsky hats. I'm not out making Totsky hats. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, I was just going to say, with uh, my thoughts after seeing now the new 2013 Freddy Alvarez remake of Evil Dead, just the fact that there is a remake of such an iconic movie, um, it reminds me of the way that I like uh, I like to see a cover done in music. I mean, uh, you got to have you got to have so much of the old, the original in there. It's just, or else it's not it's not a cover, right? But you also, I think, to make a really iconic cover of a song that's already been done is you make it your own, and you have to add some new to it. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is what's been done with this remake, is that there's so much of the old in there, and if you are a real diehard fan of the series or the genre, you pick up on a lot of the little hints and notes. Uh, a lot of the uh, themes that were kept was like, you know, the self-mutilation of like cutting the hands or the limbs off, and, uh, and uh, the way that they had to purify 
by the demon was uh, a lot of callbacks and a lot of a lot of callbacks that were kind of red herrings too. Like they were really clever with it. And as we said earlier, the way that they develop the uh, the injuries of people over time, mm-hmm. in, as opposed to a little bit more the of attention the, to detail, the, yeah, the attention to detail, as opposed to more of the the plot and continuity errors. I think that uh, that is what makes this shine as a remake is the fact that it, it takes so much of the original that ma- made the original great and adds just enough new and a new spin on it, uh, a la the new opening scene. Uh, where you get more of the book's history a little bit. Like, you get that it's not just this one isolated incident in the woods that nobody ever hears about, and it's kind of an urban legend kind of thing. It's like, no, this thing's been plaguing people For since centuries. it has been created, and yeah. it looks like an old fucking book. So, uh, that being said, I think that um, I've got a couple of qualms with it. I've got a couple things that I, I was kind of hoping would be done a little bit differently, but overall, I can't really make a complaint. Like, I think that... What are the qualms? The, well, uh... <sighs> For instance, uh, I just um, I think that uh, th- as Tito was saying when we were discussing it right after the movie, uh, his theory was that the the creature at the end, the abomination that comes out, sort of the doppelganger, is actually a deadite, and it's the first deadite of the movie. Whereas in the other Evil Dead movies, everybody who gets possessed kind of comes becomes closer and closer to that deadite state, yeah. and uh, they're even going so far as to like necks elongate, and there's cheeks that are like weird, and eyes that are they look otherworldly, right? Mm. Whereas in this movie, they just look kind of like puppeteers that are, people. you know, or not puppeteers, but the puppets themselves. It feels like they held back a little. Yeah, and it feels like they held back on that just a little bit, but and this is always like my fanboy like coming out of me, I'm just like, I'm just hoping that's just because they know what they're doing for the sequel, right? <laughs> uh, and they're going to call back to it, because I mean, if that's one deadite and like the whole movie culminates in a fairly short, like chase sequence and action sequence once there's only one person left to fight the one real bad guy um, imagine in another movie when there's several of them, right? Or, like, imagine the the extrapolation of a, an army of darkness, too, that is in this universe where there's an entire army of deadites coming yeah. for you. Like, that, that is yeah. what scares me. If they took the entire movie to build up this one entity and imagine there's an entire army of that entity that is now coming. What the fuck do you do with a chainsaw, right? And a boomstick. So, I'm just... Uh, that being said... Unfortunately, you can't base a first movie in a series or in a like run of of movies off of sequels that haven't even been made yet. So there's that's where I'm saying that it's lacking is that I think that uh, if it's a standalone movie, there should have been more of like the deadite aspect and more of mm-hmm. the like sort of grotesque, otherworldly yep. human mu- uh, mutation almost, for lack of a better word. Um, but other than that, there's that one bit of praise that they keep putting into the TV spot. I think it might have been Peter Travers, but I'm not sure. But it's like, this is a nearly perfect experience. Mm. And that's what I thought. I loved see it. Like, I got way too excited when I saw people leaving the theater. Yeah. Like, that, I missed that. That yeah. makes a horror movie to me. If, if people can't stomach it and they have yeah. to leave partway through, I'm like, that's good. I, I feel bad that you're that scared. But that makes me so happy because this, this movie really had an effect. And... Uh, and uh, and I think back in the horror genre, there used to be a thing where you had to have your calling card, uh, and it had to be something to do with the movie, like one iconic scene. Evil Dead's always been, like the branches have always been kind of in the logo, and it's always been kind of about not just something in the woods, but the woods after you themselves. And so the tree rape is kind of like the calling card of this movie. If you take a look at Sleepaway Camp, which you can't really compare <laughs> to <laughs> Evil Dead, uh, the big iconic moment is the fact that it re- you reveal that this camp girl is actually a camp boy and it's dude has it's a killer yeah. because she's been called a, boy, a girl her whole Spoiler life. Spoiler alert. A, sorry, guys, if you haven't seen Sleepaway <laughs> Camp. Um, There's but, a fucking uh, 30-year moratorium on this shit, man. <laughs> Too soon. 
But that being said, um, the, the calling card was the tree rape scene. Awesome adaptation yeah. in the new one. Like, very disturbing. Very I true. give this... Uh, no, I'm not going to go with the original rating that I had chosen, but I'm going to go with, uh, let's give this four and a half split tongues out of five. Nice. <laughs> I nice like four it. and a half. <laughs> uh, Ash, do you want to do one? Final thoughts, Ash. I'll I'll lead you in. Final thoughts, Ash. Okay, so I obviously didn't see it, as everyone knows, but um, I'm not going to go see it in theatre, because that sounds terrifying as hell, (laughs) but I'll probably get it on DVD and watch it at home with, like, a blanket (laughs) over my head and, like... A hot shower running upstairs or something like and someone cutting their cheek home, home court advantage right <laughs> yeah exactly oh, like lock all the doors like cover all the windows like nothing's getting in padlock this place down like there's definitely very much pop-up moments like it's it's definitely has that pop-up yeah effect. and like i can't handle this kind of stuff like the, i've told you guys a million times the whole demon thing just freaks me out too much like so what are your thoughts on the original Evil Dead? Uh, on the original, I loved it. Like, love, love, loved it. Like, blood, like, faces getting slashed up and stuff. Like, that's cool, but still kind of, like, still kind of freaky. So, and it, I mean, the original Evil Dead's so campy, right? So it's yeah. just like, you know, like, you see the knife going in and it's like plastic limbs coming yeah. apart and stuff, right? So it's a little bit different, whereas, like, the practical effects in this one, everyone says that they're so... Amazing. Amazing and realistic. And I don't know, the run-through of it really helped, because at least I know what to expect now, because, like, <laughs> the unexpected is always the scariest part, right? So at least you guys have given me a rundown of kind of what's going to happen. So give us a rating of the original Evil Dead, then. The original Evil Dead? Yeah. Uh, well, you can't get rated on this one. It's a, yeah, it's kind of hard to rate the original Evil Dead, like, because I'm so used to comparing it to, like, no, other true. stuff, right? Cause, but it's so old. It was, like, what, yeah, 1981? That's true. Like, people, people that watched the original Evil Dead in 81 and then people that watched it in, like, 05, like, you're going to have a different oh, yeah. view of a, a movie. Big time. But, I mean, I only watched Evil Dead for the first time last year, mm. right? But story-wise, like, I really like the story. So, like, I don't know, three... Out of five. It's got a good story. Chainsaw arms or something. <laughs> <laughs> Three chainsaw arms out of five. Yeah, but yeah. I, I definitely will watch it, but probably just not on the big screen. On the home turf. Yeah. But at least, now, at least now I know what it's about, so I can kind of keep up in conversation with our little crew. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, okay, cool. Um, so everyone here at the table knows that I'm a big cinephile. Uh, yeah. um, but uh, more importantly... You miss a cinephile? <laughs> like it's, it's my close-up, and he just gotta, <laughs> he's got to get in there. <laughs> I'm in podcast! I'm in podcast! Uh, so, um... Uh, a, a lot of my uh, closer friends, closer friends in this group here. Jesus, <laughs> a lot of my real friends. A lot of my really close and personal friends uh, know that um, the reason I make movies is because of Sam Raimi. Yes. Um, since I was a child, uh, even uh, uh, when I was three years old, my dad took me to go see Evil Dead Two, and it kind of made an impression on me because. For years after that, uh, whenever we watched movies, I'd always be like, Dad, I want to see the one about the house again. And my dad never understood that. Man, he's like, there's a lot of movies with houses. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't until high school where um, me and my friends started having movie nights. We started uh, renting a bunch of old VHSs, gathering together at somebody's place, and just watching all these movies. And um, 
the movie that kicked it off for us was Evil Dead 2. Um, my buddy Rhett and I, like, we were diehard fans for this movie, and it kind of got, our, like, our, it sparked our imaginations in terms of, like, we can, you know, this, this doesn't look too hard. We could probably make movies and stuff. And so, and that's why I actually make movies. So um, the movie series, as well as Sam Raimi himself, are very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, with to that being said, I mean, it's interesting because diehard fans are the hardest to please because... Everything you make, they will always hold it to the original and almost blindly because the issue we have sometimes is the fact that you're when you're so close to something, you forget the elements that make it good. And I think that's what happens with a lot of remakes is uh, they get people that like they think they know what made these movies good, but they've kind of like – I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Die Hard. Die Hard is a franchise that has completely gone off the rails in what it was trying to tell. The whole story was about this underdog – and by Die Hard 4, he's fighting jets. <laughs> yeah. I, like, and they, the internet. <laughs> they, they lost the concept. They, they it becomes lost. True Lies style. Like well, exactly. They've completely lost the the, uh, the idea of what it was about. And I remember uh, watching this movie, I tried to keep as uh, like my mentality. I'm like, don't judge it to the original. Don't judge it to the original. But the thing is, the more I think about it, the, the elements that I liked about the original weren't necessarily the fact. Like, yes, you, I have great love for Bruce Campbell. I have great love for the camp in the movies. Mm-hmm. But these were never intentional elements. Bruce Campbell was never like the first two especially it was it wasn't like Bruce Campbell's the man like it was Army of Darkness is very much like ah well let's watch Bruce Campbell yeah, yeah, doing yeah. all the yeah, shit exactly. right yeah. but again that might be the reason why Army of Darkness did so poorly right but the thing is um what i really loved about these movies growing up was there's this book and it there's so so much mystery to it and every shot that they showed this book i was very much like show more of it i want to know where this is going what 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 are these elements that like what what are the rules what keeps this book alive what how do you destroy it blah 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 and i think to that end this movie kind of did a really faithful interpretation like it it basically took the idea and it basically said this movie this whole premise it's all about this book Mm -hmm. and what we're going to try to do is is kind of bring back that kind of mystery and and just like like because the thing is it's interesting because even with fantasy and all this stuff people often try to give rules to what they're watching and the thing is sometimes it doesn't matter order in chaos yeah exactly right like there's no such thing there's no real hard set rules and and i mean uh, i think to that end it's like uh, trying to figure it out which makes it really fun because there's a lot of reward for the viewer that's paying attention and i really love how their odes to the original their direct odes to the original weren't really like over the top like give me some sugar baby or shit like uh, groovy or yeah. you know it's like swallow this they were all very like uh, very hidden actually and yeah. you have to really pay attention kind like like I said like you hear the chant barely in the score right well, and, sometimes and, a plot based red herring yeah exactly yeah. exactly so it, it was very well done in that respect and I think I, and like you said like uh, like just Steve said the whole geek element is the fact that you looked so into it and you're kind of hoping they know what they're doing they know what they're doing but I'm, I'm really hoping for a lot more in the the fact mm-hmm. that like um, it felt like this one was very muted. Like if I had to, if I had to, if Kinda I had like to, like someone dunking their foot in. Well, the water. exactly, and and yeah. and uh, if, testing. Yeah, if testing. I were to say, if I were to say, uh, hold this on its own regard, I would say, well, it seems like they held back a little, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, okay. I mean, let's let's. Uh, uh, there's great franchises that hold back in the first one, and I mean, I think the Batman, going back to Batman again, like Batman Begins, it held back a lot, and that's yeah. great. So uh, what I feel is that I feel this Evil Dead is holding back because yeah. they're setting up something great. And, and I know they are in my heart of hearts because 
uh, Sam Raimi loves the, like it's his baby this franchise yeah. right why else would he one. well exactly right and, and, and why would you put everything well, everything you've got into the precisely first one, right because how are you going to yeah it in so I, I might be wrong I mean yeah. but there's nothing wrong with that that being said I mean uh, everyone would say well it could have been better I mean how would you make it better right like the thing mm-hmm. is like put up or shut up as it were right yeah um, <laughs> uh, it, but also in my mind's eye it's really interesting to see uh, like the critical reaction to the movie a lot of people that judge it poorly like say that this movie sucks it's like oh it's gore porn and I'm thinking, watching the original again uh, yeah. as recently as last night, we're just like, the original was gore porn. This Big is the style yeah, yeah. movie like, it is. There's yeah. one point where, what was it? There was something stuck in the dude's side. Like, was it a tree branch? Or? It, no, it was nice. his own rib. It was his own oh, rib. Yeah, oh, yeah. He pulls original. out his and rib and it's like a like, fucking <laughs> a faucet of blood. A plug out of yeah, yeah, like, exactly. So, like, there's it, it's it was always uh, designed to be that type of movie. And I think yeah. it was very a very faithful uh, interpretation of that, and 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 I really feel like the, my only real qualm with it is like you, they didn't need to hold back as much as they did. I, I'm kind of glad they did because if they had gone a bit too much, then you you have the other problem where just like they fell the short. Yeah, right. Right now, they, it feels that there's a lot of potential left yeah. in this franchise right now. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean, my only issue is like we're looking at demonic possession, right? And it, yeah. it, it looks. It looks very much like Exorcist, right? You're watching this movie, and it's like this looks like uh, uh, what's her name, Reagan from The yeah. Exorcist. Like she's you know the the face and all that stuff. And you, like you said, it's like they, they they in the original, the Deadites were very much once you were possessed, you were this demon. You were no longer who you were. Yeah. Right. It was like Ash was not no longer Ash when he was evil Ash. He was like this demonic creature, right? The only and, thing that saved him was the daylight. Well, precisely, right? And it's it's interesting to see. Uh, it's interesting to see what uh, what they did with this one, where the fact that like it's these five souls and and and. I love that shit. I'm like they're they're building something that we don't know, yeah, and it, it's setting up a really good sequel. You like the fable behind it, well, exactly, and, yeah. and I think the mythology gives us more than any. I've always been. Uh, it's interesting because like uh, the the Evil Dead movies aren't known for like less is more because they they always do everything over the top, right? But like this is a really a great opportunity to give us less as more. Like I think like there's uh, like I said the whole Ash versus Evil Ash, uh, uh, Mia versus the Abomination. I, I'm seeing those parallels, and I feel they have like the build. Building blocks there to make this into something a lot greater. Like I, I mean, uh, it, like if 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 it were me, uh, I, what I would do is like the sequel focuses on the fact that she might be special, and if you bring back these hillbilly characters and say like, oh my god, you survived! Like how did you survive? And you know, just like go from those elements and maybe like it, it, the thing is like, yes, she survived, but does that necessarily mean that she got her soul back? Yeah, did right? she? Did the, like did what's she, the cost? Is she, is or, she precisely, right? What's the yeah. what's the cost of surviving? Like for all she knows, maybe half of her soul has been taken, yeah. and maybe. There are these elements that need to be worked out in a second mo- uh, in a sequel, right? Because I mean, uh, there's a lot of character exploration there, right? So <laughs> you're gonna be okay Sorry. there, right? But like, I mean, so I, emotional. I'll just <laughs> the card's full. <laughs> oh, it oh, wasn't no. it wasn't that long because I just looked at it like. Yeah. Damn, you're on the roll too. Hang on, I think I can salvage the card. Okay, good call. Mm-hmm. Fuck! What kind of how big are your cards? What? How big are your cards? Uh, thirty-two gigabyte. Wow. <laughs> Do we even I fill one up for cover? On one of them. What? <laughs> I suppose we're filming. Like that's an hour and a half of footage. It's more than. Yeah, but the the uh, the, the thing is, like, this isn't the same as filming a movie. You do takes takes. Yeah, right? it's small yeah, clip. It's this yeah. is straight. So, um, what I would say is just the fact that, like, with this, like these cameras are never they're not workhorses, right? They're yeah, not they're not meant for this shit. Right? Yeah. So yeah. But you still come, what you get for quality wise comes out great though. Yeah, that's so, what Brody was telling me. He's like, I can't believe he films with photography cameras. They look so awesome. Oh, I'm glad he likes them actually. Uh, okay, cool. So what I'll do is just I'll go right into my reading. 
Well, yeah. finish what your thought was. Well, no, because like uh, I'm looking at. Let me see. We we ha- I have to go into the rating. Like like we're running out of space here. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> we have to do a quick intro. Yeah. And, and an outro. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what was I talking about? Your rating. <laughs> How would you rate this, you know? Um. Oh, you were saying. Uh, oh, the Ash versus uh, the, the Ash parallels. versus Evil. The, yeah, the, like the parallels. There's a, there's a lot left to, left to explore in this series. But I mean, like it's a good start. And I mean, honestly, if I had to rate it, like like I, I hate that whole holding back because of I don't know, basically uh, the fact of whether or not it's good enough to re- meet your standards or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, I, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five out of five. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. I'll, I will give it a five out of five because the thing is, it wasn't what I, what I was expecting, and everything that I saw. I liked like yeah. so. So what can I really fall? It was technically well done, and honestly, I want. I, it was I, I visually want to see more. stunning, and it was a very yeah. It's a, high. it's a great horror movie. I, I think it holds up as like one of probably the best, the know. best horror remakes I've the seen. The audience reaction, I think, alone is a real good testament. I mean, the fact that that theater was packed and that we're yeah. hearing that this is an R-rated movie topping things yeah. for the weekend, like it's a good sign. I don't uh, think I've heard you give a five before. No, uh, probably not. But like, what I would say, it's it's up there. It, it's up there with with uh, the thing, the fly remake. Uh, so the thing remake, the fly remake, uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. It's it's up there. It's it's like one of these remakes that it stands on its own without its. Yeah, it, without you don't its need to see the original so to understand that. Oh, this is a good movie because of this, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, cool. Okay. So the files intro take one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first edition of Cinephiles TV. This week, we're going to check out Evil Dead 2013, uh, directed by Freddy Alvarez. Does it stand up to the original from Sam Raimi? We're going to find out this week. How they do it with the puppets? Like they were doing the big back, yeah, backbeat drop. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so we're going to stretch a little bit. <laughs> That's pretty good. Though. That sounded like really that. good. So me and uh, me and okay. So what are we gonna say? Um, I'll be like that. Does it for this? Someone, someone should. Someone should have. Uh, there should be like different people should say different things, right? Right. Oh yeah, like go in a circle of like the four yeah. main points we have to. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? I go what you mean. Like figure out all the things we need to say. So like you is- have. You would say the podcast. Oh, like for the web. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, like uh, this is before we do our names at the very, very, very end. Okay, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Check out the Wyoming podcast uh, to hear this. Uh, to hear the full version of the Cinephiles. Check well, out. that just about wraps up another edition <laughs> of Comic Book Man. <laughs> I mean, Cinephiles. No, okay, yeah, I got it. So what? I'll do the website. You want to do the YouTube channel? Hmm? I'll do the website. You do the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, did we run out? Facebook of email. Twitter, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, and Facebook at YMM Podcast, um, Twitter at YMM Podcast, email YMM Podcast, or show, show at YMM Podcast dot com. Okay. I got it. Do you need to write Easy, down? no. And uh, Ash, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Like and subscribe, bitch. And then just do the point. Maybe too, we'll put a subscribe button. Yeah, put it in the middle. Subscribe. This one. Yeah, subscribe to the CGI graphic right here. <laughs> I can all say just, that like, if you want. I'm gonna make the shittiest sign. <laughs> it should like move, like floating <laughs> around. <laughs> okay, I should ready? just have a yeah, piece of ready. paper that says. Are we gonna do the close out afterwards too? 
thought this was the closer. Yeah, then then, then we do the, na- then we do the names after that. that. Yeah, sit down, shut up. But okay, what for? The, what are you? Instead but we of, did the names at the very end. Yeah, though. we did the names. Oh, okay. Like close. Um, we still have to close the podcast. Why do we too. have to close out without names? Because we always know do names from the beginning. We always do. Yeah, but um, have to. don't fuck with the formula. Ah! You say you say see you next set when it's a regular podcast. What do you say for cinephiles? I'm gonna be say something like. Uh, fuck. Uh, go ah, fuck. <laughs> Snip the clip. Don't take our word for it. Check it out yourselves. No. What are you, fucking LeVar Burton? I don't like it. <laughs> but don't take my word for it. That's it for this edition of Files. I'm Todd. Am I in frame? Yeah, you are. Yeah, okay, good. Just kind of barely. Fuck it, I'll just say we'll see you next time. Or see you at the movies. See you at the movies. That's yeah. terrible. No, no. Roger Ebert used to say that. that you asshole. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Watching porn. Uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you in the snack line. We'll see you in the concessions. <laughs> That's terrible. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Let's all go to the lobby and have ourselves. Oh, yeah. We're recording. Yeah. All right. Oh. What am I saying? Thanks for. You're not saying anything. I'm starting this bitch off. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks, thanks for watching our first and hopefully uh, one of many uh, episode of Cinephiles. If you liked it, uh, make sure to subscribe to. Wait, wait, you're the subscriber. <laughs> yeah, asshole. What's hey. going on? Anyway, just so you know. Okay, well, thanks for listening to the first ever episode of Cinephiles. Uh, we also have uh, the YouTube page. For YMM Podcast, we also have Hyperphotonic uh, YouTube page, and we did this film a little while ago called Arkham Rising, and you should probably subscribe to that. So, <laughs> wait, <it's... laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Okay, um, also we do a podcast. That sounds so stupid. Everyone knows what we do. Also, check out the podcast. Uh, we really have the shirt with his face on it. <laughs> also, right. check out the podcast ymmpodcast.com. Uh, check it out online all over the place, like Facebook.com slash YMM Podcast, Twitter.com slash YMM Podcast, show at YMMPodcast.com. And don't forget to like and subscribe because there's going to be a cool CGI-like image right here. Click it. Click it. It's a game. Click Try to it. click it. Click it. Click it. Click it. Click it. It's a bunch of spam. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's edition of Cinephiles. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Ashcake. I'm Steve. We'll see you next set. You couldn't come Star up with better. <laughs> Star wipe. <laughs> Good enough. Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.